feel the heat of the game. The crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache. And the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on boiler servicing and maintenance, visit opc-ltd.uk. Show. I'm looking forward to the business show tomorrow morning, 11 till 12, and it's Professor Sir Christopher Evans. We spoke about him last night, Sai. Very special man, a world expert. Yeah, I know Peter will probably think I'm making this up, but it's a God's honest truth. I told you my brother-in-law, he's a scientist, he's going to listen to it, but I was also at my boys' football this morning, as I mentioned earlier. Mm. My mate Jim came up to us and says that he really enjoys the business show, so Great. particularly likes Willie Hockey, so... Brilliant. There you go. Yep. Everyone's listening. It's great, isn't it? In Glasgow Station, great music, uh, the football and uh, the business show with Hunter and Hockey, Donald Martin, the editor of the Herald and the Herald on Sunday in the chair tomorrow morning and on the podcast as well. I don't think they're, they're not quite up with us in the podcast yet, are they, Barry? Well, I don't yeah. know what <laughs> no, in the no. podcast. No, is that it? Yeah. No, no. no chance. Yeah. Yeah. They do a good job on uh, Sunday, but <laughs> that, that's uh, not as good as us. We are miles better looking. You can have the money in your world, but we are good looking, so that makes a difference. Speak certainly, for yourselves, you two. Certainly yeah. get better gear. Yeah. Than, have you seen the, the club over there? Well, shirt, shirt and tie. Oh, horrendous. <laughs> Funny way to resign, but oh wait, oh wait, seventeen, seventeen, seven hundred. They'll love that chat though. They like a wind. They like a wind up. Yep, they definitely uh, the do. Business so, world will be similar. Yeah. The football world, don't it? In terms of banter and yeah, sure. on each other. Scot- yeah, but I, I just yeah. think it's amazing. Like guys yeah. from west of west of Scotland, um, from nothing went and built up an empire. Both of them. And and they're so successful. Let's be honest with you. And I, I'm not surprised. Loads of people tune in and listen to them. Just what they've they've done in the last twenty or thirty years. Glasgow Zone, Go Radio. When Sunday are you morning. Get, when are you a guest on it? Well, you're guest on it. It's great business acumen. Although, yeah, yeah I would stand by my record. The Kilt Walk uh-huh. and uh, radio stations and things. Could yeah. you could you go on there and handle handle yourself? Huh? I, I could, but I mean, no, they've got world leaders on there. So, uh, nah. But tomorrow morning it'll be special. Right, okay, yeah, it will be. It'll be really good tomorrow. Teams are coming back out for the second half here in Scotland, St Mirren and Ross County, nil nil. Uh, that's probably a better scoreline so far for Ross County. Uh, Kilmarnock, they're going to have to do something in the second mm-hmm. forty-five. Can they, Barry? They're a goal down. No, I don't see it, Paul. No, if no, I'm being honest yep. with you, that's why I went yep. uh, for Dundee United at the start of the game. Yep. As I said, I, I just think Mickey's now starting. His team are now starting to produce a bit of form. I know they get battered by Rangers 5-0 last weekend, but I've got to be honest with you, the first half hour, they could have been a couple of goals up, si. mm-hmm. Yeah, But I was impressed, and as I said, in time, I'm not just saying it because I know Mickey really well, yeah. I think in time he will become a, a very good Dundee United manager. And that's that's Tommy Wright's problem. You know, you can be as good defensively as you want, Bob, but if you can't score goals, you will end, you'll, you'll end up conceding. You know, and has he, Have they scored a goal yet since Tommy Wright came in? Uh, that's a good that's question, a good question. We're just checking James is Thank you James is on it And uh, they're, re- they're really struggling to do that Paul And I always think when you've not got a goal scorer no. And again the decision to go and play Kyle Lafferty with Greg Kelly It's not really a partnership that, that, that fills mm. me with much excitement If you go and say to me Kyle Lafferty is up front with Kabamba mm. Then I can see where I can see where you're coming I mean, from I, I, I was fully expecting the two as we, we says yeah. um, Lafferty and Kabamba playing And then you see Burkey out the 
the starting eleven as as well. Me, me, one thing you get for Burkey is when he's playing in the wide area, mm. he doesn't need to go and beat a player. He just takes a half a yard and he, he gets balls into the box. Yeah. And have you had guys like obviously Lafferty started in, in Kabamba? You've got a real physical presence yeah. inside that box. You're right. No, no goals, goals so far. I but just expected Tommy Wright to go in there and be really. Stuffy with a back four and power and dick in front of him like yep. Fergie says two wide players that cross ball into the box for two big strikers but he seems to have went a different way and it's, it's not been working and that's a problem as soon as they go one down Paul mm. they then think are we going to score yep. two goals here and, and, and teams like that will will go down and I, and I think Kilmarnock for me just now look like the favourites anything happening they've kicked off uh, two minutes Kilmarnock ago will go and score two I know, but it's, it's amazing just think yeah. back we are, I mean a, a season or so ago where Kilmarnock actually were yeah with similar, similar group of players fairly. It's not like much has changed Stephen O'Donnell's went Yep yeah, It is virtually the, the same group of players um, Under and, Steve Clark, And course, it's a yeah. hard one for, for Tommy Wright Look I, I think Tommy Wright's a top manager mm. But you're coming in And it's not his group of players he, He's still getting to know them But he needs to get re- results quickly Because uh, they are definitely Getting dragged into that relegation Well I, I think they're in a relegation battle yeah, But again similar to what I was saying about Lenny Coming in and taking over Celtic when they're so successful That commanding job Everyone knew there was going to be a dip mm-hmm. Because they had such a certain way of playing Under Steve Clatton The fact that Alex Dyer struggled to do that Who was involved yeah. in that Shows you how mm-hmm. tough it is To come into a team who are, are doing well Paul um, And uh, it's tougher with, with, with mm-hmm. bigger players for me Because you know at Kilmarnock you need to go and do what a manager tells you mm. because you're only on 1200 quid a week are you going to go and get another move on that money whereas at Celtic well any as I'm saying you go into a successful team they can if they didn't want to do it they didn't need to pull because they can go and get a move to a championship but, team and go and get the same money so it is tough going into such a successful team do you think they're dragged into it? yeah I think they do be my favourites now Fergie to go down no goals your favourites? usually when a new manager comes in there's a there's a, a buzz straight away but mm. Kilmarnock have not had that 24 points same as Hamilton uh, Ross County on 26 Motherwell on 29 points Motherwell won up at half time I mean, yeah. Let's be honest That's an unbelievable result Just now mm, at For Hibs. Motherwell yeah. I've never seen that coming yeah. I'll be honest with you I've watched the Albeit it's only highlights yeah. um, Their last three games I know it was a bit better Graham Alexander says Against at Mern midweek But the results against uh, Hamilton Ackies and, and St Johnson mm. that, That's the poorest I've seen yeah. Motherwell mm. Sai, have you seen anything yet? Celtic, Aberdeen, Celtic still one up? No, Aberdeen have actually came out, Paul, second half and, and got down the sides of Celtic. It was someone again last week, Celtic second half never really uh, came out after, uh, in the Aberdeen game and it's been a similar start. No shots on goal, but here's Edward going forward now. Laxalt getting forward. Cross into the box. But again, that's yep. good, Paul. Look how many players in the box now. Oh. So John Kennedy's obviously seen that at half time and he's told... I think that's Christie getting in the back post there. So the ball goes in the box. Celtic have now got. Have went only having, oh, there you go. They've went from only having Kamala, Kamala in the box to having four guys in the box. So John Kennedy's identified that. Devante Cole has scored Motherwell wow. two up. Barry, you just said. Yeah, yeah. I, I, unbelievable. I've never seen that coming. But listen, this is when you've got to give players credit. They're, they're going through a tough time. Um, there's been a lot I've read, a lot of Motherwell fans not too happy with the way they're playing. So clearly, uh, Graham Alexander's changed a few things up, and and what a result going to Easter Road because Hibs have been flying. Yeah, mm-hmm. Hibs have been flying. Unbeaten. See, going yeah. back to the Celtic game, uh, the Celtic game just now. If Aberdeen do come out and ha- have a pop, it then opens gaps up. Yeah. I-, I think that's playing into into Celtic's hands. So Derek's got a a dilemma: do you sit in and, and leave it to the last fifteen minutes or, or so, or do you go out in the second half? And it, it looks to me, as Sai just said, Aberdeen are starting to have a go, but 
then that allows or opens gaps up for Celtic's dangerous players to go and create havoc. Again, that's what you want to see more for Edward there. You know, direct, running at people, step over, gets his shot away on goal, right, it goes over the bar, but it's a shot on goal. Is um, he looking good today, Si, as you watch it on Celtic TV? Yeah, I think he's been decent. You know, in the tight wee areas, he's, he keeps the ball very well in tight areas. Um, it looks to me today like Celtic are looking to play Edward's feet. Can we get the ball to Edward's feet? But his goal is criminal for Aberdeen, standing two or three yards off Edward at the edge of the box, you're asking for trouble. It like, looks to me, Si, he's got a wee bit of licence I know he's playing up top with Klamala But he's got licence to come in and, and do what he enjoys doing yeah. Even, even going up. wider as well, Fergie, mm-hmm. to go and get on it I think you've got to allow like, a player with his quality If he's playing with a, a cent, an out-and-out centre-forward But Klamala is It allows Edward to drift out the right, drift out in the left Or come in amongst the, the centre-midfielders That's when, for me, he looks at his most happiest Yeah, And that's... When he's at his best for me But I, I agree You should do that with your best player Shouldn't you yep. like, See when I played with Paddy McCourt My first thought was Playing as a centre midfielder I want My first thought is Can I get the ball to Paddy yep. And Paddy had that licence To go and roam anywhere And I think you should I think your best player Should be allowed If he's as talented as Edward is Go and let him do that If that's what makes him happy Because yeah. he, he can win a game Yeah on his he own can, He can win a game on his own So I, I, I think Sometimes you, you've got to allow As you says The, the guys that in the team That you think are match winners Kind of build the team round about them and make and, and let them go and roam and do their, their own thing. But also without the ball, they've got to remember exactly. that they've got a job to do. But I've seen him today a couple of times. He's he's dropped in to help his midfielders. Again, they're Celtic vulnerable to set pieces, Paul. I think it's Ash Taylor that beats Ayer in there. You know, I like Ayer in terms of taking the ball out and playing it for the back pole. But for me, again, he's another one who needs to improve on that side of the game. His man beats him in the air too yep. many times. It's you know, too easy, sir. It's far too. There's no even. There's no even physical contact there, Fergie. He just he's two yards off him again. Queen of the South have gone one up on Dunfermline in Dumfries, and it's Willie Gibson who scored in 50 minutes right. in the Premiership. St Mirren still nil nil with Ross County. Dundee United still one up at Kilmarnock. Motherwell two up at Hebs, as you know, and just uh, one goal in it at Parkhead Celtic 1 Aberdeen 0 Hudson Edward see in terms of Ayer's situation for me it doesn't look that he wants to win it be aggressive have that desire that whoever you're Martin um, you don't give him a free header you asked me Friday Paul will will there be an improvement in the set up at set pieces is there it's the exact same There is a setup there People are being told To mark their mans And who they're marking But they're John, Kennedy, John Kennedy Can't do anything about, about that, that. Exactly. See when they go on the pitch That's down to them To make sure they do the job John Kennedy can go Or Neil Lennon in the past I would have been shocked If they didn't spend Half hour 45 minutes on set pieces But you can't hold their hand When that whistle goes They've got to take responsibility And I don't see some of them Taking responsibility At set pieces See I think Simonovic Is a massive loss for something mm. I know he was quite injury prone But in terms of When he played Paul He was the guy That would go and Put his body on the line To head the ball away For corners I think Julian does it alright I don't think he does it As great in general play But I think in terms of Set pieces Julian's mm. alright But Ayer That's where Ayer Needs to improve If he's going to go and play For a top club And be a top top defender He needs to improve That defensive side of his game Is that another mistake From this year Where they could have gone for him At the start of the season Gone for who there sorry Simonovic there well, I think they released him Paul uh-huh. Because he's He's injured He had a lot of injury But, but his knee but, I don't think he's big uh, money. A few months in, they said they might. Some he was available. He would have come back, but no, that wasn't going to happen. No. I think when you went and gave Shane Duffy fifty grand a week, of yep. You know, you've got your three centre defenders and Ayer. I um, think he would have still uh, been at Celtic mm-hmm. if he never had these his injury problems. That that was Good one player. thing. It went. He, he was definitely yep. he was Celtic's best defender. There's, there's no doubt about that for me. 
Rangers fans, what do you think you can call in? They're not playing today, but you're still basking in the success of the other night. Here's Stephen Gerrard speaking about the goal scoring in the 5-2 win over Royal Antwerp. Yeah, and that's not to mention the four from the first leg as well, and there could have been many more. And as I say, in terms of our attack and play, and our style and, and how it looked, I'm sure people have really enjoyed watching us, most importantly our fans. I've certainly enjoyed it from the side, and the players have enjoyed playing in it. Over the course of the two legs, we could have scored more than nine. We've seen that's where the opposition's weakness was, and we wanted to be really bold. We, we, we picked two really aggressive, ambitious teams to go and deliver that, and the players deserve uh, all the plaudits that are going to come their way. So in two and a half years, he's uh, exceeded Walter Smith's record in Europe and Walter has such an amazing record. Yeah, he did. Well, look, Walter Smith, the trophies that he delivered for Rangers... You were a big ball, part of it, yep. yeah. Were, ...were unbelievable. Um, but Stephen Gerrard's um, record in Europe, uh, I know a lot of people go and say none of it's Champions League, it's all Europa League, um, but there's still good teams he's come up against, mm. good teams he's faced, and his record's, his record's great, Uh as you say, he's, he's improved since he's come in year on year. He, he's got better. Um, he's, he's gained that bit more experience. And listen, they fully deserve to be in the last 16. And what an opportunity they've got, Paul. Mm. They've, for me, when you looked at the draw, there were some top teams you always want to avoid. You need a wee bit of luck. And Slavia, Prague, um, they're a good team. I wouldn't say they're a, a top team. So Rangers have got every opportunity getting into the, the last eight. What I like about Stephen Jenner, I think when Walter Smith was successful, especially that UEFA Cup run, Rangers very much played defensive football. I think Fergie's said that. Yeah. You went and rec- you've said that before, haven't you? Oh, hundred percent. We but we were that at home with a different way of playing. We, we went more for teams, but away from home, we went to frustrate and yeah. mm-hmm. and hitting the counter attack or a hope to get a set piece we would score for. But look, that that's um, we were open and honest about that. Yeah. We, but teams. my only point is that this Rangers team have got that flip side to where it's not they didn't just go and play defensive all the time. There's times where they go and take the game to teams in Europe. Yep. And that's what's so impressive mm. about Steven Gerrard. He's got different ways of playing in Europe for different teams, and I think that's why they have been so successful. Yep. No, I, I've been impressed. Certainly this season. I mean, if you'd asked me at the end of last season, Rangers would be 18 points clear, but they would be into the last 16 mm. in Europe. I'd be. <laughs> I would be humming and horn about it um, but you've got to give him credit with credit's due Was there uh, no doubt in your mind Fergie at the end of last season that he kept kept the job? Yep I, I think they would have definitely stuck by him but, but, Would you personally were you thinking yep. stick by him? Yeah, yep, yeah. I, I know there was a few people saying otherwise but I, I, I would have I, I could see the, the progression in it yeah. I know coming yeah. back after the winter break wasn't wasn't good enough and he was open about that he admitted that Um but he was given the tools again in the summer and it comes down to recruitment and yeah. I think he's recruited really well, Si. But also a bit of luck as well because the season stops. Rangers were in free throw yep. before it. You know, you're saying at that point of the season, no, stick one by it. But if the season had went on mm. and had kept losing games and that gap had got bigger, Stephen Gerrard might have been at a job. So it just shows you, you need that wee bit of luck in management as well. He's he's um, he's taken full advantage of that. He's went away and obviously looked at where they're where they were going wrong and he's came back and, and, and Rangers have been a totally different team since mm. that, that team that got beat for Hamanakis. So they will be playing uh, in a couple of weeks time less than two weeks the first match away from home and it's going to be run, some run into the season it's different this year they're not head to head the championship is won the premiership is going to be Rangers so they can really I mean, and obviously they still want to win every game they'd like to go unbeaten but they can concentrate in Europe But do you think could that have the flip side as well when, when you are mm. in a title race you're constantly on your toes so you're 
you're, you're fully concentrated going to every game or, or do you think it's an advantage that I, I don't think they'll look just now that we'll, we'll concentrate on one thing and that's your I think first and foremost get the league won as quickly as possible and then after that then you can maybe look and if you're still in Europe and think well right do you know what we've got a chance because then you can maybe rest players pick your games for Steve Davis and stuff like that Fergie huh? definitely but look the bread and butters of the league they've got three games as you mentioned they've got Livingston mm-hmm. St Murn and then they've got Celtic and that'll be um, the first thing in their mind just now to make sure that they get maximum points for the three games you must be looking forward to the next few weeks Barry am I looking yeah. forward to it yeah yep. and I'm sure a lot of Rangers fans because it's been yeah. a tough a, a tough nine years or so but listen Celtic have deserved it because they've been a better team Paul did you see the banner over the M74 yeah, on the way in it, yeah. you spotted it he put it up <laughs> <laughs> it's a 55 banner up over the, the M74 him and Derek got better yeah. last night and I'm like that <laughs> Celtic are one up against Aberdeen 59 minutes gone and it was Edward scoring after 8 minutes uh, elsewhere Motherwell 2 up at Hibs it was Jordan Roberts in 25 minutes and then Devante Cole in 46 minutes so Motherwell in great shape there against Jack Ross's uh, Hibs Dundee United still one up at Kilmarnock Adrian Sporla after 18 minutes and uh, St Mirren against Ross County so Ali will be hosting it over there Ali Defoy but no goals so far St Mirren obviously missing so many players they've got a small squad as you mentioned Barry uh, against Ross County I mean the managers he's demanding success for them against the likes of St Mirren yep and what I like about Jim is he's not using it as an excuse mm. that, that he's missing some players because um, it's an opportunity when, when players are injured it's an opportunity guys who have not been playing to come in and, and, and show the manager that they should be playing but I think if Jim's got his, his strongest team um, I think St Murn are a good team to watch I, I've been impressed with him and again I'll go back to the, the word that I use quite often his recruitment's been excellent mm. Jim Goodwin's and when um, they say that the Tony Fitzpatrick says at the start of the season they're looking to get mm. top six they've, got, they've still got every opportunity to do it um, but listen when you, you do miss important players it does hurt the team there's no doubt about it and that's been shown in the results of late 08, 08 17 17 700 Barry Ferguson and Cy Ferry uh, Laxal's taking a knock there yeah get up and get on with it <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. again just keep yeah. get, Keep the tempo up, you know. Say like I've, say like I've turned the, the screw, if you would say, the last for five, ten minutes in terms of getting down the side of Aberdeen. You see Scott Brown making a forward run there. You know, you're on top in the game, just get up and keep keep, keep the game going. Aberdeen want the game to be slowed down, Paul. That suits them to a T. Yeah. Slow the game down, play for set pieces. Celtic need to keep the tempo up. That's when Celtic are at their best, when the tempo's high. When there's stoppages of play for 30 and 40 seconds, that, that kills it. The longer the, game, the longer the game goes on, Aberdeen, Better for Aberdeen yep, for you, huh? Exactly I think if they keep it this way For the next 10 minutes Then The last 20 minutes You've seen The last game against Aberdeen mm. Aberdeen had a few opportunities uh, Towards the end They just need to move the ball A bit quickly Just like this Interchanges yeah. you, you play They're a different team When they do that mm-hmm. Callum Henry on The man you mentioned He scored I was impressed yep, with him Paul scored, uh, He scored that important yeah, goal week, Against them he, he never had much opportunities beforehand mm. since he signed with Aberdeen but he came straight on scored the goal and I was impressed with his overall play and I was a bit surprised that he never started today but Derek's obviously got his reasons for that Celtic on the attack side but it's broken down yeah it's good play as like fair you said they moved it quick there they got the ball into Callum McGregor who drives forward you want to see him doing that probably just picks the wrong pass which has been happening quite a bit in the game he goes for Kenny where I think Edwards on to play 
But um, no, like Fergie says, when they move the ball quick, they're too good for Aberdeen when they play that way. Mm. You know, Aberdeen are trying to press them, but they've got the quality to get out of that. It's that final decision. And again, Paul, it's been a common theme throughout the year, that, that final thing uh, outside the box. But again, I've been impressed with Welsh. Mm. You know, I think he goes about his business. He didn't really notice him, and that for me is a sign of a good defender. You know, he doesn't make rash decisions where he goes and and gets beat. He, he just he just does his job, and that's what Celtic need. You know, he wants to defend. I think he's downside. I think you've mentioned Fergie's maybe on the ball, but Celtic have got enough defenders who want to go and play yeah, for. But I just like that he wants to see, go and first defend. See, foremost, Si, when I look at a centre centre back, the first thing that comes to me can he defend? Yeah. And a young boy can defend. Yeah, look, he, that's something that you can improve on. On the, ball. on the ball Yeah I, I don't think he's a worst I'll be no. honest with you I think he's he's fine on the ball I've just been impressed With his, his defending And as I keep going back It's a tough time for him To come, to in come into the team When when a team's obviously No playing um, No getting the results And obviously under a under the spotlight Because um, it's been a, a tough season So that that's what's impressed me About young, um, young Welsh I, I've been um, really Really impressed with his defending Here's Aberdeen 3v3 On the counter attack Aberdeen down the right Good Ball into the box Italian. Headed away Yeah. Now yep. you're wanting Kenny To get out and to stop the cross But it's, too, he, he it's takes a jog too out It's a jog out Instead of a sprint To stop mm. the cross And Aberdeen Does he fair to see that for me as, as, a, as a coach or a manager But I would be going Off man Not on the side of the mm. pitch You know you're vulnerable To cross, boss, cross balls The ball goes out To Aberdeen's wide man Fergie that's a, Is that a walk Or a jog out For, for Kenny That to stop the cross It's a jog Dundee have equalised Jason Cummings In 65 minutes Morton won Dundee won Yep, that was a jog. You weren't happy the way that uh, Celtic still 64 minutes gone. One goal up, anything could happen. Darren's been on the socials saying, Barry, 10 years ago today, it was Birmingham winning the Cup at Wembley, the League Cup, against Arsenal 2-1, wasn't it? Yep, they, yep, um, they scored the, the last kick of the ball. Um, the, the build amazing. Up, the, the build-up to the game that week was, was just um, how many Arsenal are going to score against us. Mm-hmm. They were clear favourites. Never gave us a, a hope in hell. Um, but we had a, a real good group what, One thing about us is We had um, real heart and, and fight in that team And look, they, they dominated the, yeah. the ball they, But they had a few opportunities Ben Foster was brilliant on the day And uh, we got that wee slice of luck And thankfully uh, we won the game So no, great memories Really enjoyed my time down at Birmingham So Darren's on the social asking What's the best crowd you ever played in front of? Not just now, have a think for a moment or two Same for you Si What's the best crowd you played in front of? We're back in a moment The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go Saturday afternoon Well into the second half Celtic are still one up on Aberdeen But I can tell you Kilmarnock have equalised Zek Medley scoring in 64 minutes It's now Kilmarnock 1 Dundee United 1 The fight back on there For Tommy Wright's men That's the first goal Since Tommy Wright took over As manager a few weeks ago Motherwell are still two up At Hibs Jordan Roberts in 25 minutes And Devante Cole Just after the interval 46 minutes And still no scoring St Mirren and Ross County At 0-0 So uh, Si that could be a big goal for Kilmarnock at last Tommy Wright must be so relieved a goal I know see if I'd said that Kilmarnock were going to be brilliant and they would, would score a goal <laughs> they wouldn't have scored so anyway, yeah. I, it's, it's always when I'm on air I kind of get it right see when I'm sitting in the house everything comes but no Kilmarnock will need that and again yeah. now Tommy Wright great chance of going and getting three points you know if you think Ross County are drawing it at St Mern you're at home you're on the ascendancy you'd say that Kilmarnock have got a better chance of getting the three points than Ross County have. so it could be a big afternoon for, for both Kelly and Ross County could be a big moment for Kelly yeah, it's got to give them a lift as we were just talking about it before uh, the break there. That's the 
Tommy Wright's um, first goal as as manager. So surely that will give him a lift. Um, and look, that, that, as I said, they're in a relegation battle, yeah. Paul. So they, they need to get something out of the game uh, today. It's important that they do. Um, but I'm still edging towards Dun United. I still think Dun United have back enough. Yeah. Yep. Morton have come back against Dundee. They were one up, then it was one one a few moments ago. And Luca Colville has made it two one for Morton. That's good news for them, not such good news for Paul McGowan. Bad 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 um, bad result for Dundee just now. Obviously they got beat for Queen of the South at home last week. You know, Dundee are in danger of dropping out the playoffs, which I kinda see the fans or the board being happy about there. I like Jazza, you know, as my mate, he's the mm. manager of Dundee, but I think they've got Obviously the second bud- biggest budget in the league after Hearts So I, think, I, I yeah. know that Jazza would expect him to be doing better And I'm, I'm surprised because I thought he'd signed well in the summer You know they, guys they, like Charlie Adam They've got to be looking at If no, the, no one in the league Which I think Hearts will They've got to be looking at finish second Oh surely. definitely, definitely Fergie Here's yeah. Gary on the line from Hamilton, a Rangers fan Hello Gary Hi Paul, thanks for taking my calls here Pleasure, how are you this afternoon? No bad, no bad at all uh, yeah. Just, just a wee point I want to ask you guys I heard them talking about uh, Stevie Davis and Alan McGregor mm-hmm. uh, just over the last week or so about play the year and so I said about he didn't want to pick a goalie I, I agree with that as well but I think McGregor has been the best player but uh, it's regard I think I actually think the two of them are better better Rangers players now than they were first time around I'd just like mm-hmm. to especially Barry having played with the two of them but the team think the team think they're better now than they were first time around Good point. As Race Rovers have equalised at uh, home to Alloa. I know people often say don't go back, it's never the same, but it's worked for those two. Yep, and you, when I played with them, they were, they were two quality players, but I've said it here, I think Alan McGregor's got even better mm-hmm. with age and, and same with, with Stephen Davis. I don't know whether it's that bit more experience. Um, obviously, they went away for Rangers and, and played at the top level uh, down in England. I know Griggsy went abroad as well, um, but no, I, I think they're, they're better. In their, their first time round they, they were exceptional players The first time But the, for Rangers this season Especially with the pressures And, and whatever there They'll be so key for the manager Both the players to rely That big characters in the dressing room Guys who have won before And know the feeling Know the pressures um, So they're so so important And for me I, I think they're two Unbelievable players Sai? Yeah I think you notice it so much more Paul Because I think they're the only two That have actually one things at Rangers mm. and it's quite a young team that have just came together and I think that they, they two stick out like sore thumbs for me you know as I said the Dundee United game last week it seemed to me it was a bit of panic setting the first 30 minutes and they were the two that still continue to do the basics well in the game I mean McGregor only made one great save but what he also done was he's alert he's concentrated Fergie when that ball slipped through he's off his line as quick as possible and that's what they two bring it's good decisions all over the pitch and that calms the rest of the team down I can't comment too much because I never watched a lot of them when they were up here the first time but the sign of a great player for me and Steve Davis who I rave about is somebody that can go and change their game you know as Fergie says going for being a box to box Busting at the box Scoring goals To now Going and sitting And controlling games So for me That's a sign yeah, of He, he dictates player. games If it boy, he, he dictates the pace And the rhythm That, that Rangers play at. He's he, never flustered Fergie is he He's not no, I love about him The sign of me A, a top player is See when they give They give the ball away He wants it straight Straight yeah. back And he'll go and try The pass again um, There's no fear in him um, And as I said Definitely What, what Gary's just mentioned I, there, I think he's got better way Better wage 
Gary, stay with us. We're going to come back to you, but uh, Aberdeen came really close there, Si. Yeah, I need to be totally honest with you, Paul. I, I didn't see much difference in, in Celtic for, for when Lenny was in charge. It's yeah. the exact same. You know, second half for me has not been great. They still let crosses coming in the box far too easily. They don't defend their crosses particularly well. Um, and, and Aberdeen, that's, that's a right good chance for Aberdeen, Six Paul. Six chances. Yeah, nobody wants to take responsibility in the box and go ahead of the ball. They're panic, isn't it? And Aber, Aber, Aberdeen are coming out, they're on top just now, Paul. Paul, say the longer the games are on, as Celtic have dropped at least another 10 15 yards, they're panicking now, they're under pressure. Here's another, here's another cross coming in Why does Lewis not put that, that in the box? Yeah, I'll be having a chat. Lewis Ferguson. See, long term, yep. Paul, I think the diamonds worked for certain certain bits of the season, but for me, the, the, this diamond's no formation that Celtic can go forward with. Mm-hmm. You know, it's too compact in the middle of the pitch. Yeah, white. Celtic should play with wingers for me mm. A big massive pitch like, so the, the pitch should be massive You should be going to Celtic Park Defending against a big wide team And, and it's just It's, it's easy to, for Aberdeen to this win the This is just back. a carbon copy Of the, the last, last game Last game fair mm. they, they dominated 30-35 minutes uh, And the, I, I'll be honest with you The second half Aberdeen are coming into it Slowly Still 1-0 Celtic 73 minutes gone uh, Gary how far Are Rangers going to go In the Europa League Slavia Prague yeah, I don't know. I don't know too much about them, Paul. I watched yep. uh, I watched their game against Leicester. After obviously I watched the Rangers game, mm-hmm. and I, I don't think they looked great. But that's that's only one game. Mm-hmm. Don't know what I like. They're obviously twenty games in the league undefeated, one sixteen I think through four. So yep. as you said, maybe maybe rotten at this stage. You know what I mean? I don't think they're going to get an easy game at this stage, but it could have been a lot worse. I think that's a uh, that's uh, the thing that a lot of Rangers fans are all saying the same. It could have been worse, but. For me, it's just a bonus. Just a bonus, if I'm being honest. It's like the other line. Mm. What, what, one, thing you're, about, mm. aye, one thing you're going to get with Slavia Prague, they're technically going to be good. Mm. They've got aye, decent players. I, I don't think, Gary, they're going to be a top team. They'll be a, a good team. You just need to see who they, they, they beat in the last um, round, Leicester. I know Leicester were missing a few players, but what an opportunity they've got. Yeah. I mean, see, before the draw, Gary, I, I says mm. to the, the boys in here, I was looking at two, three teams, maybe. Mould Certainly Slavia that, that was the ones You need a wee bit of luck Of the draw And I think Rangers Have got that um, yep. That and the, the drawing what, what an opportunity They've got to go into The, the last eight but, And that well, could suit them as well Fergie in that technical team You think you're Benfica With that technical team yeah, Rangers done yep. really well Against them mm-hmm. Just sitting and Hitting them on the counter attack they'll, they'll probably go similar Against Prague Yep I would say so Especially away from home eh? mm-hmm. But then yeah, again They showed yeah, that the other night With the mm-hmm. It was a real. I I was actually surprised at how much Rangers attacked on it mm-hmm. in terms of how fo- far forward Kamara and Arriba were going. Do you know what I liked about it? They set the stall out right for the what the, f- the first minute on Thursday night. Yep. They went for uh, Antwerp. Yeah, There's yep. no doubt about it. They went and they, they pressed them. And that's where the first goal comes for Hadji going when to press. That's when they're at the press. Hadji pressing. Then the next phase of it, mm. Kent's in, anticipates the guy playing it back to the keeper, nicks the ball, cut back, Morelos in, mm. great finish. And that's that's the kind of starts you want in Europe. Um, and I, I was just so impressed with him, just overall as a team. The only disappointing thing that the manager did mention was the two goals. I thought the two goals could have been avoided. Yeah. Um, but you know what? That's me being picky. Just delighted to get into the last 16. Yeah. Gary, will you go undefeated in the league this season? I'm not, I'm not too I'm not too sure I, I think part part feed in a few weeks of the the acid test I think if they get by that before they're getting beat then I really could see it but uh, what I was going to say what I'd just like to say to Barry is in 2008 I kept saying the same thing Barry every time we go to a team 
And I thought <laughs> So did we I know thought, what you're going to say <laughs> this, this will be the one to get put out and This will be the one to get put out And I had to, I had to laugh at Sai The other day When he was talking about How he sees that The three Rangers midfielders Now how they shot across close And all that And how fit they are And they asked you Could you do that If you'd watched the 2008 games I think you were lucky To get about five touches And the full run to that And the away games Barry yeah, you, there was um, a bonus for every away game. The one that springs to mind for me is Werder Bremen. I, I, I think I touched the ball seven or eight times, yeah. and five of them were by my head. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it was just. How were they good for you? We just couldn't get out our own half, yeah. but we, we kind of knew that we went. We just sat, and I don't know if you remember Alan McGregor made a wonder save. Um, but that, that, that's the way we played we, we had a certain way of playing away from home just go and try and frustrate and, and nick a goal but at home we, we went for teams but we were respectful listen if we opened up away from home there was every chance we were going to we were going to get beat um, so we, we had a, a clear game plan something we worked on in the, the training ground and it worked for us the only thing is you get all the way to a final and that's the the biggest disappointing when disappointment in my when the fans the stadium's fully Rangers fans and then there's 200,000 down in Manchester just gutted it we just couldn't get it over the line Who's the best crowd you ever played in front of? None beats an old firm game Uh, Do you know Mm. what every single certainly Ibrooks the atmosphere Mm -hmm. was um, unbelievable The best crowd I for you Yep Fergie said he played his Birmingham game there mm-hmm. uh, at Wembley. We played uh, Millwall in the playoff final at Wembley, 80,000 full house. I didn't really get nervous for games, Paul, but when I was in the tunnel, and the, you know, the big flame floors grew up, Fergie, yeah. when you're walking out. They're roasting, by the way. I know. I was huh? sweating. Uh-huh. And uh, Millwall fans, they, they were wild, so they <sighs> sang. They to the f- yeah. That's the first time I've kind of let a game pass me by due to the atmosphere. Uh-huh. And, I, and I remember really regretting another thing with that game Paul is we all knew that if you won the game your your money was getting doubled you know yeah. you're going for a two mm. and a half to five grand Did you win? got beat one nil mate for a set piece as well oh. that's the biggest yeah. I think my, my career would have went totally different if we'd have yeah, gone up that year yeah. you're in the championship you know yeah. if you go and do well in the championship you float about club to club in the championship yeah. but mm. we lost that game it shows you how quickly it could turn Paul we got relegated for league mm. one the next year so that's football isn't it that's it yep. that's the way it is Thin and margins, you yep. get up and Get on with obviously I never got up and got on with I just kept going dun 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 but <laughs> no. that's the way it goes. Gary, what was your favourite memory? <laughs> Football wise. Football, yeah. Which match? Which match did you enjoy the most? What? Ever? Ever? Yeah. 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 The best one I was ever at and I've, I've no no blown smoke up Barry here, but the best game up was the cup was the cup final and uh, Barry was absolutely tremendous at me. I was right behind right behind the goal with the scope the free kick and that was that's all the best game I've ever been at. That's yeah. That was, that was brilliant yeah, what, what, what one thing I'll say like Hamden was never a, a good atmosphere no, there was only too far back, two yeah. occasions that Hamden was electric one that Gary just mentioned uh, the cup final against Celtic and then the Scotland and Italy game yeah. uh, was electric mm-hmm. but see old firm games you, you can't beat them for atmosphere mm-hmm. especially when you, you're playing at home I, I just uh, it was unbelievable just the, the build up um, and the noise you, could, you couldn't hear yourself screaming like talk on the pitch Gary thanks for calling thanks very much cheers, for cheers guys. all the cheers, best Gary. cheers uh, Dundee have equalised Danny Mullen Oof. in 81 minutes and Sunderland have pulled a goal back at crew Jordan Jones so the Rangers connection there Jordan yeah, Jones good to see yeah. listen one thing about him like he got in trouble everybody knows yeah. about the him and Edmondson um, he's went away and it's important that Jordan Jones went away and played games of football Paul um, and he's went down to a, a, a big club in Sunderland um, I know it's only in League One but good wow. to see that 
he's playing games of football and he's on the score sheet today. Say si, what's happening in the East End? It's poor, Paul. It is, it's poor. I mean, fair play to John Kennedy. I, I like that he's changed it. He's went fair diamond to a 4 2 3 1. I think he took Turnbull off. He just took Turnbull yep. off there, so he's changed formation again. Because that is because the second half has been really flat, Paul. And if anyone yeah. looks like scoring, it's Aberdeen here. Um, say like very slack again no moving the ball quick enough making bad decisions and uh, it just summed up the season Paul uh, you know you, uh, you expected with John Kennedy coming in that, that there'd be a bounce for the players but if I'm being totally honest I've not seen it this afternoon if I've seen it for the first 30 minutes maybe without a lot of chances yep. but in the second half it's been very flat still 1-0 Celtic Barry yeah just again I keep I feel I keep repeating myself set pieces they mm-hmm. are so vulnerable they're all over the place but continue to give them away, Fergie. Yep, yep. I think Aberdeen are desperate to get like, the, the free kicks and obviously the, the, the corner kicks. But the last 10 minutes, Aberdeen are growing in confidence, Paul. Um, they've had a, yep. a couple of sniffs at goal. We're talking 10 minutes to go. Yep. It, it's squeaky bum time just mm. now for Celtic. But you can tell, Aberdeen can tell that Celtic have, have gone a bit because Aberdeen yep. have went and put three men up the pitch and pressed Celtic high. They can, they can sense that Celtic are, are vulnerable here. So we'll see if the players have, have got it in it to see this out. But. Listen. As of yet, it's, it's yep. Aberdeen on top. So that's just nine minutes remaining now. Celtic 1, Aberdeen 0. Nine or ten minutes remaining at Easter Road and it's looking good for Graham Alexander's Motherwell. Two up at the moment. Jordan Roberts in 25 minutes and Devante Cole in 46. He's a handful, isn't he, Si? Devante yeah, I like Cole. Cole. Yep. I think he's came to four this year. I don't think he was great last year. Mm. Um, obviously, they were struggling for a goal scorer at the start of the season. That was probably their biggest problem. He stepped up. You know, I like his partnership with Tony Watt. Tony just plays off the left, and I, and I think they link up together. Uh, I think he's hold up playing that's decent, and um, he's added goals to his game. So, no, it's been a good season for Devante Cole. Graham Alexander will hope to stay in the dugout. I see he's had a couple of uh, yellow cards. Do you like that? Is it the passion? I, I suppose it's a balance, isn't well, it? Do you know what, yeah. Paul? I'd be worried if a manager was just mm. sitting in his chair in the dugout. I, I like to see a manager out um, talking to his players, and it's for me showing a bit of passion. I, I don't mind it. I think the referees are too quick to come over and book. Listen, it's yeah. it's, um, it's a passionate game. Mm-hmm. And I don't mind people being passionate as long as they don't go over the score in terms of uh, swearing or whatever at the referee. Um, but I, I don't mind a manager who's out um, on that touchline giving it all sorts. Okay. Brentford have gone 2 1 up on Stoke City, and who scored Ivan Tony. And many people thought he would have come to Celtic. Quick break, and then we're back in towards the full time whistle. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Five minutes left, and the match Celtic 1, Aberdeen 0. Sorrow came on about, what, six, seven minutes ago for David Turnbull. Sai, how's it going? Aberdeen again, I've just put another cross in the box. Again, the one person for me that I, I could give credit to the day, Paul, would be Stephen Welsh. Again, he flings his, his body in front of that shot today. He's been the one that when it came into his area, he's went and attacked it. Other than that, losing too many headers in the box, letting too many crosses into the box. No real passages of play, Fergie. I think they've went to a 4 2 3. The one pass. bit of joy they've had is getting the boat to El Yunusi wide and letting him run at the fullback. But other than that, no much to talk about. St Mirren have scored. I can tell you, Jamie McGrath has scored a moment or two ago. So it's St Mirren one, Ross County nil. In fact, it's a penalty. Barry. To who? Yep. St Mirren, Jamie McGrath penalty one nil against Ross County. In terms yep. of Celtic, they were they were dominant. There's no doubt about that. The first half hour, but see the second half, like passive. I I, I don't see any real hunger. Say uh, urgency. Yeah, uh, there's nothing in Aberdeen. The last ten minutes have certainly come into it. When, a, when any sort of ball Paul comes into the, the Celtic box they they don't look comfy they, they look all over the place 
panic stations almost, isn't it? Yeah. But again, yeah. you can see the problems. There's a bit of frustration than, uh, as well. You just see Edward there running, kicking a ball. Um, he's starting to get a bit frustrated because he's not getting the service. Um, but I mean, this, the first half hour, Aberdeen should have been out of sight. Yeah. I know they had a, a chance. We missed it, obviously, with the Celtic TV being down. But the, the bit that we've seen, Celtic were, were, were all over them. Aberdeen couldn't get uh, couldn't get near them. Um, but certainly the second half as the games went on Aberdeen's grew into it and what they're doing is they're trying to flood the box now and get balls into the box and as I says when the, the ball comes into the box Celtic don't look comfy at all but again Neil Lennon's took all the stick this year but mm. even on this performance pod, players need to do more mm. as I've said about three times it's a jog out to stop across it's a jog to go and get the ball go and sprint and stop that go and sprint and get in people's faces and when you get it go and be brave and play quick football it's just it's, uh, they look like a team that's just playing at the, to the end of the season, Paul. And, and see, see if you're a new manager watching it, Paul. Mm. You're sitting thinking, I, I need a, I need a new clear team here. I clear it. A, a massive clear it. They need an injection of energy. Mm. Whether that's a full new team, we'll know it needs to be a, a, a clear out. There is going to be a full rebuild. But they look certainly in the first half hours. You get the initial reaction, the new manager, they're, they're looking energetic. But it looks to me if the energy's been sapped out of them in the second half. El you see any sign or? Uh, he's came on and worked hard there, you know, see, actually. Mm-hmm. He's had a couple of decent wee passages, but again, Paul, there's no end product. But there was one side where the ball's been played in, he's running into the box, he's maybe three or four yards outside the 18 yard box. Take your touch forward, he tries to put a, a wee back flick, heel. A back heel. Go and be forward thinking, take the ball into the box. I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure, El, El, you know, see. Fair, you see the fact I don't know where his best sco- position is. I think he scored 14 goals this year and he, he's, not a cer- he's not a certain start. That tells you everything about his general play. Anyone else who's scored 14 goals, Paul, is the first name mm. on the team sheet for yeah. a midfielder. But the fact that he isn't tells you a lot We're, about El, you know, see his general play. There, there's no doubt he's got quality. Yeah. I mean, he's a uh, technically, he's, he's excellent. I just don't know where the best position play him. Yep. for him is. it in the left day of three? Um, is he a number 10 does he play up top I, I, I don't know but again Fergie do you know, I think he's one that struggles with the pace of the Scottish game I, I remember him getting interviewed early on after a good European performance and he says he likes it better in Europe because it's you get you get that wee bit more time on the ball mm-hmm. you know that's that's a warning sign for me what, what, why is he signed if he kind of keep up with the pace of the Scottish game you know it's the most important thing look at the difference there that passage you play three passes are out there on the side and there's a cross into the box McGregor edge of the box oh. That's what I mean Look yeah. Three passes Switchy play Kenny's running Cuts it back to McGregor And he's I'll just need to see it For behind the goal here He's not far away I don't think Again Kenny's been quite impressive Going forward You know I think he's his crossing's been good today He's picking people out But it's just in terms of And to be fair This is a one off Because I think he's defended well Since he's came in I think he He covers really well When the ball's on the other side He gets in tight And, and does what a fullback should do uh, but it's just that one occasion there when he does he feels to it's like a jog to to stop the cross. But going forward, Paul, he's yep. more than willing to get forward and put crosses into the box. McGregor's shot just wide, Barry. Yeah, but it's a good passage you yep. play in terms of what I was talking about. It's it's quick quick play, one two touch maximum. They come out on the side. They go for the left yep. kind of back area. El Yunusi plays it into Christie. Christie on the half turn plays it out to John Joe Kenny. He's on the the run. Drives forward 20-30 yards and a cut back to Callum McGregor at the edge of the box and he's only a couple of inches um, by but that, that's the difference when they move the ball quickly Aberdeen can't cope with that 90 you, minutes played so we're into injury time Si Did you ever play in a, a diamond Fergie I was going to ask you N- Never played in a diamond No, no. Mm. Uh, I think that needs to go I think when wingers 
even the yeah. Leonussi coming on. So yeah. it look a, a lot more threatening. There's more an out ball. You Is know, Forrest on the way back. Will we see him this season? I don't think. No, so, Paul. I don't, no. Paul. I don't think no. it's worth risking. No, sure. I think yep. Celtic are looking like the the league's almost over. Mm. You want to rush him back. You want to make no sure a yep. player. Like James Forrest is, is fit and ready to go pre-season And ready for the start of next season I would say Two minutes added on That's uh, 30 seconds gone already So Looks as though the points Will stay With Celtic So they narrow the gap From 18 to 15 points It's immaterial Well it's not immaterial though Isn't it You want to get as close as you can To Your uh, Oldest rivals There's a the Celtic side oh, yeah. Yep What's the end product? Here's Edward In the box Too many touches no. Too many touches Si yeah. And it's cleared Oh, I've just yep. got cramp. Have you? <laughs> Too many touches. Oh. Birmingham have gone two one up on QPR. They were a goal down, so two one up. Uh, Lewis Mayo of Dunfermline has been sent off. Second bookable offence. This could be a huge afternoon for Motherwell. They're still two up at Hebs as we go into injury time, and that and with Ross County a goal down at St Mirren, huge afternoon for Motherwell. Yep, fantastic result. I never seen it coming, Paul. Nope. If I'm being honest with you, um, the last three. Certainly performances have not been great mm-hmm. Hibs on the other hand have been absolute flying yeah. this month um, So what a result And in terms of Motherwell That'll take them um, up, yep. up into 30 What is it? 32, 32 points. points They're on yep. 29 points just now yep. I'm just looking Just one just behind trying. St Johnson Yeah Yep so And well, not I, far I, away from the top six <laughs> It's funny isn't it? Yeah one result yep. can change it And this, this is probably the result Because initially when Graham Alexander came in um he did give them a, an injection, there's no doubt they, they get a few good results, um, but of late it's not been good enough. But listen, he's obviously away and worked hard on the training ground and they've went to Easter Roads, which, which is a difficult place to go. And what an unbelievable three points that is. Go Radio Football Show with OPC Energy Limited. The football results will be in shortly. Celtic are one up. Si, you were thinking you were going to say? No, but That's the two minutes gone, isn't yeah, it? Big Yogi will be absolutely loved, mm. you know. That all that confidence you get for going beating Celtic, you think can you even go a draw, Paul? Go and go to St. Yep. Man and get a draw and get a wee run going together. You're now back to square one with your team, and what you've what you've said about them is, is proven right. In the championship, so, I'm going to tell you, Wraith Rovers have beaten Alloa three one. In fact, they're still in injury time there. And uh, Morton Dundee two two. That's the result. Yeah, no, the result Dundee would be looking for. You know, they need wins at this stage of the season to cement that playoff spot. So. Wraith Rovers and Dunfermline winning as well um, It looks like they're going yep. to finish ahead of Dundee Which is not what James McPate would have been looking for At the start of the season He'd have been, as Fergie said He'd been looking to finish second behind Hearts So, disappointing result for, for Dundee Kilmarnock 1, Dundee United 1 Celtic 1, Aberdeen 0 Full times So yeah, Kilmarnock yeah. It's a start for Kilmarnock yeah. um, At a point, first goal um, under, under Tommy Wright Listen, ideally would have um, liked to get three points um, But a point's better than nothing As I says, I fancied Dundee United there Mickey Mellon will be disappointed They couldn't hold on to the lead um, So I got a decent enough point for Kamarna, I would say Just watching them coming off there Elianusi speaking with Edward Edward is smiling uh, Maybe speaking about some of the chances That they, they miss Sorrow Smiling as well as they come off Three points Yeah, it's three points But if I'm being totally honest Paul No much a difference no. For what I've seen For the full season You know I really did expect a, a vibrant Celtic performance For 90 minutes Again I've seen it for 30 minutes But I've seen that all season And the, the vulnerab- same vulnerability Vulnerabilities mm-hmm. are still there Sorry In terms of What they do off the ball Especially in the defensive half In, in terms of stopping crosses And then defending crosses So Good result uh, Yeah good result But I was. I need to be honest I was expecting more Fergie I, I think 
when John Kennedy looks back, he'll take two positives out of a win, mm-hmm. three points, and a clean sheet. Mm. Apart from that, I thought they played some good stuff the first half hour. Second half was, I don't know, they just they dropped off it a bit and Aberdeen came into it. But listen, at the end of the day, it's three points, a clean sheet, and I'm sure he'll be happy with that. I want to see a bit of character, somebody that's mm. going to go, we're, we're not doing great, just now go and give me the ball. I'm but you're not going to get that. It looks to me watching that. I don't think you're going to get that until there's obviously going to be changes. Change. Yeah. Starts part full time and it's Wraith Rovers 3, Alawa 1. In the Championship, Brentford 2, Stoke 1. I mentioned that, Ivan Tony, who could have been on his way to Celtic. There's the man of the match, according to the sponsors. It's uh, Ayer. He was the man of the match, according to the sponsors. Si, your was, face says it all. He wasn't even the best centre half. Yeah. I don't know who's got my, Stephen Welsh was, for me, was was, yeah. was the man of the match. And he's the daff a bit, man of the match. Yeah. No, Ash Taylor had three three headers that nearly scored, and mm-hmm. Christopher Ayer was marking Ash yeah. Taylor for I the three chances. Kenny was Celtic's best player. Yeah, Kenny mm. was good as well, yeah. Looked lively. Yep. We're just waiting for the full time whistle to go at Easter Road, but it looks as though Motherwell have taken the points there. And St Mirren won up in Ross County. Queen of the South have beaten Dunfermline 1 0, and our bro. Both have won at Air United, so one goal victory for them. They're, they're unbelievable, yeah, bro. aren't they? They just—I um, don't know how he does it. Yeah, brilliant. Uh, again, they struggled at the start of the season. It looked to me of they were going to uh, be certs for relegation, um, but the old wiry fox—he he keeps coming up with with some results, and that's a great result for our both down at Air United. By the way, Air need to be careful because they're getting dragged into that relegation yep. that playoff, especially. So, you know, if you if you were to Think of character in the Arbroath team and the Air team. I, w- I would take the Arbroath team in terms of being my favourites to stay up out of there. In your own team, Peter Head, you were looking to get into the Championship next year, Si. So it, you no, must be gutted. No, no, no? this year, Paul. We were, we no. were to look. I think we only came up last year. So first Too year soon. in League One, right. we were trying to kind of just stay in the league and then next year maybe try and go for playoffs. But I don't know. I can't see it coming back now. It's just going on and on. I think it was meant. We were told that there was a meeting this week mm-hmm. to discuss what was going, what was happening going forward. Heard nothing back. I texted the PFA rep last night, Scott Brown, and he said he'd heard nothing back. So mm. it's just silence, Paul. There's there's no there's no indication or information of their plan going forward or what they hope or expect to happen. And it's just like totally an app. Do they hope that everyone just I'd forgets about it? It's, I mean, all these jobs, people, their activity, their mental health. I mean, things are getting much much better. The protocols were good as well. Surely we get football back. I think they're soon. looking for answers for the the politicians, aren't they? That, that's what they're. Mm. they're they're trying to get answers yeah. from do, do I think it's going to start by I think it's going to be difficult I, I, I really do certainly at part time level they've got to remember that these guys have been not had any football for now what, what's that, six weeks right. six, yeah, seven. seven weeks mm-hmm. and they'll need at least two or three weeks and bear in mind these guys only train twice a week it's going to be so difficult for them alright what do you think Cole, Barry and Si 08, 08 17, 17 700 we'll be taking your calls until 6 um, they're playing in fact that is the whistle has gone it's St Mirren 1 Ross County nil as West Brom take the points against Brighton and Brentford the points against Stoke City what a big win for Jim Goodwin's St Mirren great win um, I never found I, I went for Ross County um, and again John Hughes I'll, I'll go in and question these players why can we go and do it against your Celtics Aberdeens and Hibs and, and come down to St Mirren look St Mirren have been Fantastic this, league, uh, this season, but Jim's missing a few important players. Um, so I'll be a relief for, for Jim Goodwin getting the three points, but I'm sure Yogi will be disappointed um, coming away if he pays with nothing. The thing is, it's a, it's a hard place to go. You know, you think Rangers have been beaten there this year, it tells yeah. you how tough it is. Celtic have struggled, I think they know they won 4 0, but they, they never played great. 
I always think St Mirren's tough just because Jim Goodwin is so well set up. So when players are missing, okay, they're maybe not their best going forward when they're missing players, but what they always have is a good structure, Paul, and they're always hard to play against. So although it's a terrible result, well, a bad result for Yogi, you know, I think the home games will be the most important for Yogi. If he can win his home games, you'll have a good chance of staying up. Great result for North Lanarkshire. It's Hibs nil, Motherwell two. Massive result, result of the day. Yep. Yeah. Result of the day. Never seen it coming. Just for the simple fact that I think Mother have been struggling over the last few weeks. Some poor results. I know they get a point midweek. Um, and obviously the Hibs flying high. Uh, so I'm sure Graham Alexander will be absolutely delighted in the road back for Edinburgh. It also give Aberdeen an incentive now, Hibs, where Derek McInnes comes in after this game. Yeah. Quite happy with the performance because it's only been 1 0. They've been in the game the full time. And you look at the Hibs result and say to the boys, listen. They're more than likely to drop more points for now at the end of the season. If we could get a run going for now until then, we could pip them to third. So that gives Aberdeen a wee incentive that if, if they pick up, that they could go and pip Pibs to third. Full time round up in a moment. And your calls 08 08 17 17 700. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Last hour of the programme 08 08 17 17 700. Barry Ferguson, Simon Ferry, and me, Paul Cooney, taking your calls. And an afternoon when, well, the table looks like this. Rangers obviously still on 82 points after 30 games. Celtic have played one more than Rangers. It's been a long time since we've said that, Barry. In fact, probably last season. Uh, Celtic on 67 points after the one goal victory this afternoon against Aberdeen, Odson Edward. Hibs stay on 52 points. Yep, they stay there because they were beaten 2-0 this afternoon by Motherwell. The goal's coming from Jordan Roberts in 25 minutes and then Devante Cole just after half-time. Probably the result of the afternoon so Hibs on 52 points Aberdeen on 48 after that game Livy obviously they play tomorrow and we'll be previewing the cup final tomorrow the league cup final St Johnson against Livingston they're on 40 points St Mirren up to 39 points after that one goal victory a Jamie McGrath penalty with 8 minutes remaining so they took the points at Paisley and uh, Dundee United on 30 four points uh, 35 points after the draw 1-1 with uh, Dundee United this afternoon in fact thanks James just giving us the uh, right up to date with that yeah Dundee United on 35 St Johnson on 33 no game today Motherwell up to 32 points after that win this afternoon Ross County on 26 Kilmarnock up to 25 points they're off the bottom and Hamilton but they've got a couple of games in hand on 24 points Barry, what do you reckon? You've been analysing this. Yeah, I'm, I'm just looking at the bottom four and I, look, I, I thought Hibs would have beat Muddle uh, today, but that's a massive three points. Um, they're still round about it, but we're getting that three points today. I think Muddle uh, um, are going to be okay. Um, but I'm just looking at Kilmarnock, 31 games. Um, they've played one more game than Ross County and two more than Hamilton. Uh, and they're on 25 points. Hamilton are on 24 Ross County in 26 it was worrying times for Kilmarnock fans I didn't realise it was that bad for Kilmarnock mm-hmm. until Fergie just said that there but it doesn't look great as I say one goal in five games since Tommy Wright's taking over and it's their home games Paul you know you look mm-hmm. at it they're saying yep. ok good getting off the off the board but you're, you need to win your home games if you're going to stay up in the league you need to win your home games and, and a draw against Dundee United who have been hit and miss this season isn't enough for Kilmarnock nope. at this stage you know, Ake's are picking up wins. Ross County beat Celtic last week. Motherwell going beat Hibs. Have Motherwell have command that got that type of result in their in their locker? No, for me. And again, same as Fergie, I'd be very, very worried for, for Kilmarnock. They were trailing Dundee United from the 18th minute. Adrian Sporley scoring for the Dundee United. And then Azek Medley goal in 64 minutes. 1-1. But at least it is a goal. It's a bit of been, you know... Well, it's a start. It's a starting start, point. Yeah. It's a start. That's what Tommy Wright, I think, will be saying in the dressing room. Uh, in the dressing room, sorry, after the game to the guys. Look, 
it's a point I've scored the goal um, now they need to go and build on it Paul and they need to build on it quickly because I says I keep looking at that league table and that'll frighten a lot of Kilmarnock supporters um, and I'm sure the team the, the, the boys that are playing with Kilmarnock will look at that and, and think to themselves they, they're in a dog fight now they need to start picking up results and picking up results quickly yeah, and you're hoping that Kyle Lafferty gives you something different. You know, you're hoping he gets on the score sheet today. You've then got a goal scorer going into the last um, last part of the season. But your man that scores, I mean, I think that's his first goal of the season. So yeah. he's not going to be a prolific goal scorer for you. I think when you're doing there, you need somebody. You know, your mother well have got Cole. You know, you maybe not playing the best football or um, opening teams up, but you know that Devante Cole can nick you a goal. I think similar with Ross County and Ollie Shaw. I think they've got a goal scorer there. Mm-hmm. And Hamilton Ackes have went and got Bruce Anderson. So. Real worry for me For Kilmarnock is Tommy Wright Okay he'll get them Defensively set up But if you didn't score Enough goals You will concede Paul What do you reckon Is your team in trouble Or are What about Rangers fans You're on Or uh, Celtic fans Under John Kennedy now So this afternoon Celtic 1 Aberdeen 0 Hibs 0 Motherwell 2 Kilmarnock 1 Dundee United 1 And St Mirren 1 Ross County 0 Give you the full championship In a moment or two 08 08 17 17 700 but West Brom beating Brighton this afternoon then is there a the hope there for them now? I think it's going to be hard Paul um, but listen it's a great three points and do you know what I, I'm just thinking about it Sai mentioned earlier on I, I think Brighton could be in trouble as well they, they play some good football but they're, they're not getting results that's a big three points for Sam Allardyce and his West Brom team Right there you go. I'll, I'll not even look at. I'll not even look at that game. Right, Brighton West Brom, okay. and I'll tell you that Brighton have at least sixty-five percent possession in that game. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, I'm going to go and check. Okay, I'll tell you. Broth one at air. There one you go. Nil. Morton Dundee two-two. Queen of the South one. Dunfermline nil. And uh, Wraith Rovers winning three-one. Brighton, Brighton checked it. Brighton seventy percent possession. Wow. Yeah. In a game, and again, what, what's possession? What is what's being good for one box to another? Goals that count doesn't mean. It. And again, you yeah. look at Celtic today, Paul. Probably been similar: sixty percent possession, sixty-five percent possession. But there's no enough. They're, they're not clinical enough in both boxes. And you can be as good as you want in terms of general play, but you need you need to defend the box. I know they've kept a clean sheet, but Aberdeen have hit a bar. There's been a couple cleared off the line, and and that's where you need to be good in football. If you're going to win leagues and stay in Premier Leagues in England, you need to be good in both boxes. And again, Celtic for me have been that's where they've been lacking this year. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. I think I've been forgiven for that one. Uh, no break just now. We're going to take your calls in a moment or two. And we're going to look forward to the cup final tomorrow. We had Marvin Bartley the other night on the programme and we've talked about them quite a bit. I see some in the papers today about Marvin. It's quite a story, isn't it? The teams he's played with down south and then up here. He lifted the cup with Hibs against Rangers a few years ago. He'd been on the bench. And will he do it tomorrow as captain? of Livy against uh, St Johnson I loved when he was asking you about your experiences in so many cup finals Barry he was really, he still wants to learn yeah of, of course and listen he knows he's coming Big Marv knows he's coming to the, the end of his career um, and this might be the last opportunity mm-hmm. for him to, to win a, a piece of silverware and get a winner's medal um, and what an opportunity As you see, I don't think he played in the Hibs, the Hibs game I think he was an he was unused in, sub. He was in the squad, that's yep. right. Yep. Unused sub. Um, so I, I'm more than certain that he'll, he'll start the game because obviously he's the captain, he's the leader of, of the Livingston team. And, and what an op- opportunity. Uh, what what a story it's been for Livingston this year, sitting fifth in the league, in the League Cup final. Um, so they've got a tough one, but I, I will say, I, I, I say it's on Wednesday night in front of Marv. Yep. Um, I'm surprised he didn't give me a kick. <laughs> I, I, 
I think it's going to be very, very close, but I, I think St. Johnson will just have enough. I just like the way that Callum Davison's team are, are playing. I like the way they're set up. Um, he's got a certain way of playing now. Uh, the two wing backs, three at the back. Uh, so I think it's going to be a close one. It's a tough one to call, but if you're going to ask me, I'll stick to what I say on Wednesday night when Marvel's in here. I think St Johnson will, will just pip it. But what one thing I will say is I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, so I think I. it's going to be a, a real good game. And two teams, Paul, that mm. deserve to be there. Yep. I've had some results, some great performances. And um, I, I'm sure it's going to be a cracker. And I think there's going to be goals in it as well. So we're going to talk more about it and we'll get some uh, fans. We're going to Let's get a Livy fan on <laughs> and uh, a St Johnson fan too. And we'll speak to you before six o'clock. Let's go back on the lines then. Kyle, a Rangers fan is on. Hello, Kyle. Hi there, how you all doing? Yeah, good. Yourself, how do you feel about the draw? Slavia Prague. I'm quietly confident about it. I reckon over the two legs we'll be able to get the result we're wanting. Yep, and the fact that you're away, first of all, doesn't do any harm, does it? Nah, I, I, to be honest, I think they just played quite well away, as, as good as they do at home. They've had a few slip-ups in the league, but away in Europe, they, they always seem to do not too bad and get lots of goals. Si, what do you reckon on this one? Yeah, I think yep. if Rangers are going to go through the tie point, we mentioned that they need to get back to be at their defensive best. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that's where they've been vulnerable in the past few weeks. I think Rangers play better when they've got that solid base at the back. I think if they could get Tavernier back fit for the mm-hmm. game, it would be a massive plus. Also, Ryan Jack, because I think he gives you so much in that midfield role. You know, OK, Aribo gives you the, the, that a power going forward, but I think when you've got the front three playing it the way they are, you, you don't really need that away from home especially and I think Ryan Jack and Davis cover the two fullbacks. it's a big part of how Rangers play Paul is the two fullbacks going forward so I think if you can get to Werner fit and get back defending the way you were defending kind of middle to the, the start of the season then Rangers have got more than a chance of going through if they can get uh, Prague back to Ibrox win away goal I, I would fancy Rangers to go through the tie Any word on Tavernier when he'll be back or Ryan Jack? I think it's only a couple of weeks which is, is real positive news uh, for the manager and, and the Rangers fans because they're two very important players you just need to look at the season that, that Tavernier's had I know he's maybe went, went off it a wee bit the last mm. three or four weeks but that's because he, he I mean the first half of the season he was immense mm. I mean, 17 goals and so many assists um, that's unbelievable for a, a full back and I've got to agree with Si I think Ryan Jack in the European games certainly away from home is so important in that anchor role um, alongside Stephen Davis so hopefully they two will be available but I'll go back to what I says I, I think they've had a bit of luck in terms of the draw I think they're a good team Slavia Prague I don't think they're a, a top team um, so Rangers have got every opportunity of progressing into the, the last day and if they perform the way they have I've got every confidence they'll do it Kel, did you hear this moment last night? We played it on the programme. Barry didn't like it. This was Slavia Prague when they heard that they'd been drawn with Rangers. I think Stevie was about Stephen Gerrard there. But uh, Kyle, did you? Is that riled you up a bit? Listen, I think uh, a lot of teams in Europe have had that reaction yeah. when they got Rangers and look what's happened to them. So... We'll see what happens. Happens because of the league, isn't it? They, they, they underestimate. But sure, yep. But I'm sure none aside, I'm sure the Rangers boys would have been watching the draw um, yeah. after their, their, their uh, cool down after the game on Thursday night and they would have been looking and thinking, 
I don't think they would have been cheering because you've got to be respectful because you don't get into the last 16 if you're not a good team so all the teams that are involved in the last 16 Mm. deserve to be there Um, but listen I'm sure the boys would have a laugh and joke about it and they'll probably um, you would play that Mm. and say listen they they obviously think they've, they've got a lucky draw here the only way you can you can uh, fix that is go and make sure you uh, you do something about it on the pitch, and that's winning a game of football. I don't know why teams do stuff like that. Why it's been videoed? Why it's been put on social media? He, Stephen Jenner's team talks done for him. Why like, say Rangers have? I don't know. People are saying they're a decent team, but Rangers have played Benfica this year, mm. you know, and done really well against them. So that how they set up Paul, it's difficult when they're on their game defensively. As I've said, it's difficult for any team to break them down because. You know, we've analysed it and the work that the front three and the midfield three, how they shift across the pitch, it's, it's so hard to break down. And if Rangers can get back to being that team, then Slavia, uh, sorry, Slavia Prague, yeah, mm. they will yeah. find it hard to break mm. Rangers down. If Rangers are now in the game as they have been the past few while, then I could see Slavia Prague getting opportunities. But if, if Rangers get back to that, it'll be difficult to break them down, especially away from home, because I think they do so they do it so well away from home. Uh, on the nights as well, you, you need your big players performing yeah. and I think you've seen that certainly in the game on Thursday night I mean I thought Kent and Morelos and Hadji to a certain extent were exceptional Stephen Davis was his usual in the middle of the park uh, so that, that's when you come up certainly when you get into the, the latter stages of competitions you need the big players performing well and that's what Rangers have done this season and one of the newest signings Scott Wright got involved as well again he looked really direct positive when he came on and he's wanting to for me he's wanting to try and show the manager that he, he should be involved and as I said he, he's impressed me when he's come on he's only had cameo appearances but one thing he's shown is he's shown a real willingness to go on the ball and make something happen and yeah. he certainly done that again on Thursday night when he came on that's what I like about him you see so many people that come on for Celtic and Rangers maybe when they're 3-1 up and they, they just pass the ball 5 yards here and they're happy to just keep it safe he still wants to drive it. He wants to be the difference. He wants to come on and make a genuine impact. He's not happy just getting the ball and passing it back and drifting in and out of the game. He wants to be one of the main players, go and get on the ball and make things happen. If you're going to be a Rangers front three player, that's what you need to bring because Hadji and Kent are doing it. So Scott Wright needs to stay up to that standard if he wants to get in the team. And he's doing it. And that's why Stephen Gerrard is continually bringing him on in big games. And I don't think he's far away fair start, Paul, okay. because I think he's done enough to, to merit a start. Yep, and he looks a confident boy. He looks if he's confident in his own ability. And I, I don't mind that. He's got a wee bit of arrogance about him. And I think you need that. If you want to play at a team like Rangers, you need that bit of arrogance. And he's got that. And I, I don't mind seeing that in a player. Kyle, what do you think? Scott Wright? I think Scott Wright's going to be a brilliant player for Rangers. Uh, when he, every time he's came on, he's impressed. I think everyone. And it's not that. the work off the ball that he does as well. He's, he just gives it his all. And that's what you have to do in a Steven Gerrard team. But I think, you? I think, see yeah. the fact that he, he's he's been turfed out on loan for Aberdeen. See, having the low points at a young age in your career, I think it makes you realise that you do need to work it's hard ma- every it's time. It's ma- ma- the making of you, Fergie. That's why these loan moves, it's not always go on loan and do well for you. Sometimes it's going out on loan and not doing well. Mm-hmm. That's the kick up the backside to realise every time I'm on a training pitch, every time I'm on a football pitch, I need to work as hard as I can because there's a chance that I could be back at Dundee no playing. So I think that Scott Wright's used that and every time he comes onto a pitch now, he looks to me that he wants to make it a difference in the game and I think that's because he's past experiences it's clear to me if you're not prepared to work when you've not got the ball you're not going to play in Steven Gerrard's team yeah no matter it's, who you are yeah, but it doesn't matter if you're the most uh, gifted player in the squad mm. if you're not prepared to do the dirty side you don't play simple as that 
Kel, when do you think you are going to clinch the title? Celtic have won again today, so at the moment, if things stay as they are, it will be in the East End on the 21st of March. I'd love it to be there, but uh, still a difficult game on Wednesday against Livy. It's always hard playing away there. Then We'll see. We'll see what happens. Just one game at a time, as Gerard always says, isn't it? Is, is that someone from the Rangers team that I've got on the line there? It's <laughs> <laughs> the, the party line, Kyle. You're, uh, you Does that the, get sent out in an email for the club to all the supporters say this, say that? Because they all send yeah. the same, minute one game yeah, at a time. I've yeah. got the email here. <laughs> you sent it. <laughs> and Kyle, what would you say about your manager? You know they're talking about him more and more again. And I mean, I know it's too soon to say about Liverpool. We all know the story. But, uh, you know, Liverpool in a terrible run, but a fantastic manager. Uh, Jurgen Klopp but can you hold on to the manager before he probably eventually goes to Liverpool oh, I'd love to keep Gerard forever I love him <laughs> he's brilliant what do you think what's the thing about most that uh, you admire you can see with him that he's got passion for Rangers now the same way he did with the Liverpool and you can see that in the future even if he does leave I think he's got to be loyal to Rangers mm -hmm for the rest of his life uh, and what would you say about Morelos because we all thought he was going at the start of the season Lille were in there wasn't enough money he stayed and uh, playing Barry said probably the best given the best contribution he's ever given to Rangers this season the way he's playing what do you feel about Morelos for next season I'd, it's a difficult one because I feel like every fan has got this emotional they love him they want to keep him they want him to do well but then he goes and does these stupid things and gets himself banned mm -hmm. but then he comes back and he does well then we end up loving yeah. him again but I don't know if the, if the money's right for it I'd take it but I would like him to stay in if he does get his attitude better and stops these stupid things I think he could possibly arrange his legend if he keeps going the way he's going with scoring goals Yeah, money talks Paul yeah. uh, we know up here, Rangers have made it clear that they may need to sell one or two assets, and he's clearly an asset, yeah, there's, there's sure. no doubt about it, and if somebody comes in with top dollar, they'll need to seriously consider it, but personally, I would like to see him stay another year or two, because um, I'll be honest with you, when, he's, when his head's on it, and when he plays like that on Thursday night, he's a joy to watch. He'll be hard to replace, won't he, if he does go, and whenever he goes. I don't think there's many strikers like him yeah. about. Um, Real physical presence, he can score a goal, um, and as me and Sai were, were talking about earlier on, his overall plays seriously improved this year. Uh, and I love the nasty side, I love that him. Um, he plays on the edge, uh, and you've got to take a risk when he walks onto that pitch because sometimes you don't know what he's going to be up to. Um, but that's <laughs> Morelos for you, yep. I don't mind that. And it was nice to see him actually smile yeah. on Thursday night. Never yeah. seen that. Well. The manager said that as well. He's in with yeah, a smile. It looks to me if he's in a real good place just now, and that's that's not just great for him himself. That's great for Rangers as a a, a team. But centre forward is the hardest position to replace, Paul. If you're going to get a right good centre forward, it's going to cost you a fortune. Yeah. You've seen that with Celtic, you know, on paper, yet he looks like Premier League striking five million quid came in and not done it. And the way you need to play with Rangers, it's so much more than just being a goal scorer. You know, you can't get away with just hanging about the box and kicking the bond and hit. You need to drop deep, you need to link the play, you need to run in behind, you need to go and tackle people, you need to go and chase people down. And that's hard to find in Europe, Paul. You know, as I say, is it worth going and getting 15 million quid for him? Because I think you need to spend the same amount to go and get a, a similar replacement. So 
If you're Rangers You're absolutely desperate To keep a to keep a hold of Morelos But if they want to go Which Celtic have seen this season yeah. And if they want to go Then sometimes you have to let them go Kel who's been your Rangers uh, Player of the season? Uh, it's, it's so hard to pick Because Kent started so well Then he drifted off Then he's doing well again Then Tav it If it was ended up with Tavenier, The numbers he's produced Is brilliant The way he's leading the squad He's just been outstanding this season He's really stepped up My biggest thing with Tavenier Is I think he's always had that attacking threat I, I think where he's improved massively Is his defensive I used to think Tavenier again Along with Golden was a mistake again you know, I always thought that Tavin, either Tavernier or, or um, Goldson would give you a mistake again, and so an opposition team would get a chance. I can count on the one hand amount of mistakes that Goldson and Tavernier have have made this year, and I think that's where they've both improved massively in terms of their concentration. And I think they're leaders now in the Rangers team, and they show that by by playing simple football. And and I think Tavernier's always had that attacking threat. It's the other side of these game for me that's that's been the most impressive. Mm-hmm. Kyle, you're yeah. looking forward to uh, the Scotland matches as well in the summer. Before you go, you're looking forward to the Euros. It's looking as though it could be in England. We don't know for sure, but they're saying all the matches might be in England. Hopefully, it would uh, it'd be good if we get to go down there and possibly even get a drink watching the games, but we're just going to need to see. You never know what's happening in the world just now, do you? You never know. Kyle, thanks very much for calling to Go Radio. Thank you. Cheers. Kyle, a Rangers fan there, looking forward. Si, what you spot? Oh, it's a possession, isn't it? West Brom 1, Brighton 0. 70% possession. That's crazy, isn't it? For Brighton. Wow. Yeah, see, see when you're down the bottom end, of the, the, the wrong end of the table. I, I don't care. I it's about yep. getting three points. But I think the manager loves that, eh? See, when you hear him talk, he I loves know. it, they dominate games of football, but you lose games. So what good is it? I would rather play poorly and win three points. Yeah. Especially at this stage of the season, there needs to come to a stage so where you play think, amazing football yeah. and come away with nothing. I jumped. I jumped in earlier. You were going to say about Bournemouth, Barry. We had to go to a goal earlier on. Bournemouth is it tiny? At yeah, but the stadium. I mean, yeah. I was speaking off air about. Uh, I, I was surprised. I, I played there once, and when I turned up, it was a real small stadium. Uh, strange um, place. And uh, do you know what? Unbelievable that they they get themselves into the Premier League. I think yeah. it only holds eleven and a half thousand. Yeah, is it 12, small as that? Yeah, yep, twelve thousand wow. people, and uh, what an achievement! Uh, you probably uh, get more people in your house. He <laughs> 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 loves it. There's always one, isn't there? No, it, it took him three and a half hours. Yeah, fact. Go on. Yeah, we. I got Eddie Howe the, the Bournemouth job the second time round. Cy Ferry got Eddie Howe So the guy that was in charge of Bournemouth yeah. His last game was against Swindon Yeah We, we absolutely bashed him 4-0 at, at, uh, at our home ground The guy got the sack that day And Eddie Howe was in place the next day Wow That was in League 1 And 3 years later in the Premier League So, you got, so we got him the sack You got, got him the sack job. <laughs> More <laughs> of your calls You did <laughs> A part of history 0808 17 17 700 next The Bull Radio Football Show Let's go 0808 17 17 700 on the eve of the Scottish League Cup the Betfred Cup final tomorrow at Hamden 2 o'clock kickoff. St Johnson against Livingston we're going to speak to uh, a Livy and a St Johnson fan in just a moment or two if you're just tuning in where have you been all afternoon 
Ferguson, Ferry have been here on an afternoon when Celtic narrow the gap to just 15 points. I said just 15 points at the top of the table. Well, Barry won't say it's definitely happened yet. So Rangers just seven points away from lifting that title. Edouard scoring for Celtic in eight minutes. Motherwell winning 2-0 at Hebs. Barry reckons that's the result of the afternoon. Roberts and Devante Cole, the scorers for Motherwell. A big win for them against the team who want to be third in the league. Kilmarnock got a latish equaliser against Dundee United. 1-1, their first goal in the Tommy Wright era. Will it be enough to keep them up? And St Mirren, a one-goal victory against Ross County. Jamie McGrath penalty. So quite an afternoon. 82 minutes penalty. It's been some good games this afternoon, Barry. Some good goals. We didn't get them all right there, but uh, significant results here, especially for Motherwell. Yeah, as you just mentioned there, that, that's... Um, the, I would probably say shock result mm. I think everybody uh, would have expected Tibbs certainly with the form they've been on uh, to continue that and beat Motherwell um, but fair play to Motherwell um, Graham Anders come under a wee bit of pressure of late in terms of the, uh, some of the results and performances so what a fantastic uh, result that is um, great three points and it pushes them further away uh, for that relegation uh, battle we're going to go on the lines now. Katie is on, a Livingston fan. Hello, Katie, good evening. Hiya, how are you doing? Yeah, we're good, thanks. How are you feeling? Cup final nerves? Uh, massively, I've been nervous all week, to be honest. <laughs> but I'm absolutely buzzing, can't wait for tomorrow. But yeah, I just want it over now so that I can either cry about it or celebrate it. <laughs> so how are you feeling about it? People are beginning to think, obviously, that uh, you know St. Johnson and Form, you've had an amazing run, but the past few weeks have been more difficult. How do you think you're going to play tomorrow? Um, I'm hoping that the last few weeks have just been lulling everyone into a false sense of security. Maybe just been distracted by the final. Um, we always do better as underdogs, I think. So um, hopefully, you know, having that favourites tag taken away from us, I think St Johnston are favourites now, but hopefully we can we can surprise a few people. And as long as they play like we know that we can, you know, they put everything in, leave it all on the pitch, then I'm going to be happy either way. I'm so proud of everything they've done this year and they've made a lot of people happy. Um, so hopefully um, they get back to their best and take the cup home. But, you know, if not, I'm, I'm just really proud of them. That's a good point that they often, you know, being the underdogs, chasing the pack is harder yeah. often than uh, being the favourite. But also, I think this wee bad run as well, Paul. I don't think once in that bad run, Martindale's put out the 11 that will play in the final. You know, I think he's made a lot of changes in the past three games, maybe looking at the final. You know, Marvin Bartley never played yeah. the last game. He's a massive player for them in the middle of the pitch. And I, and I think when Livingston have got their strongest 11, um, they are a match for anyone. And I know St Johnson have came into a bit of forum, but I, I think if Libby play at the tempo that they can play it, and if they get the ball in behind St Johnston, I just think it's written in the stars for Livingston. I think he's been concentrating on this final for a long time. You know, we've, we interviewed him, what was it, three, four weeks ago, and a lot of it was talking about the final, how much he wants to go down in Livingston's history. I think he's building up the full season towards this final. And I think because of that, I think he'll come in with a game plan, and I think St, he'll, he'll surprise St Johnston. And I, th I think Livingston will take it. I, th I just think it's... It's that season that Livingston are going to do it. So, Katie, he, Cy Ferry is with you. Ryan, a St. Johnson fan, is on the line. Hello, Ryan. Hello, how are you doing? You all right? Good. So, Katie put her uh, case there for St. Johnson. Uh, what would you say? If, sorry, for she did it for Livy. What do you feel for St. Johnson? What would you say for tomorrow? Uh, I'll take a 1-0. I'll take a 1-0, but I, I was hearing Katie there about the... I know about the underdog tag there. I mean, St. Johnson, when we were in semi-finals and finals, we had the same thing, so it's always... It's a different, it's a different turn of events now. So, but I hope I'm hoping that Saints can take 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 control of the game and and see it out. 
But I know that Livingston are a bogey team So mm. I'm very hesitant at the same time I'm but very wary of them Let's hear from a man who's got five League Cup winners medals Barry, what do you say? I think you think St Johnson Yeah, listen, it's a 50-50 for me Two teams that are, are very, very similar um, In the way they, they kind of set up at times um, I, I just think with the, the kind of form that St Johnson um, are in Watching them last week against Motherwell I was so impressed with St Johnson mm. I've got to be honest with you and Week on week They tend to me to get better and better And that's the reason why I'm I'm kind of deciding towards St Johnson I think it's going to be a brilliant final I, I say that on Wednesday mm. when we had big Marv uh, Marvin Bartley in um, I think it's two teams that totally deserve to be there and it's so close. It's a kind of matchup, though. It's a it's a very two similar teams. Very dogged um, in the middle of the pitch, both. Uh. Yeah, but also I think two teams have got good players as well. Yeah. Um, I think they're they're underrated teams uh, for me. But I'm just going to edge for the simple fact is that Mun uh, sorry St Johnson have been in decent form. Um, I'm just going to edge with them Can I ask Ryan a question Sorry Paul Yeah sure Because I think the big decision For St John's at the weekend It usually flips between Lamed and Craig Conway Who plays You think they maybe go with Conway Because of his experience In cup finals Ryan um, Well I'm actually Well I think I think he will I think he'll play it safe I think you're right I would like to see him Play Melamed Because yeah. if you've seen Melamed yeah. and Kane Have struck up a really good Partnership And I think you, As you guys know In cup finals And that The first goal's vital Yeah It'll, it'll really uh, it'll really see who's going to win it and if we control I think if we get in front then we can settle settle, settle the nerves anyway that's for sure mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I, I think he'll go with Melamed so do I. Kane. Mm-hmm. he was brilliant like, his goal last week was yep. sensational listen, Kane, I, I think Kane does a, a lot of unselfish yep. work I think he's listen he's not an out and out goal scorer but I think they two complement each other very well when, like, you just need to watch uh, Watch his finish mm-hmm. His finish Melamed's finish last week Was, so, was top yep. draw Obviously scored the, the penalty And uh, see if I'm being honest with you See tomorrow I think both teams are going to go for mm-hmm. it And I hope they do I, Sorry Ferry Because I think it's uh, It's going to be a great final And as I keep going back to it A lot of people are kind of I'm going to say Ignorant of the fact But because it's only Livingston and St Johnson Both of them totally deserve to be there Yeah I think they both play They make good decisions When to play and when to go along But I think massively tomorrow Set pieces mm-hmm. I think St Johnston got the, the win over Hibs with, with three set pieces Livingston are notoriously good at set pieces They're brilliant so, at it, aren't yeah, they? So yeah. that'll be a big part of the game Maybe whoever comes out on top in set pieces will, will win the game Katie, what do you feel the set pieces there? Your team's so good at that this season Oh yeah, well um, When we played St Johnston a few weeks back Both of their goals came from set pieces So we weren't that good that day So yeah. hopefully we've learnt our lessons from that And um, I think you know Josh Mullen and his delivery Is sort of key with set pieces And Hopefully, you know, that's how we got the goal in, in the semi-final as well. So, hopefully, we can um, we can come out on top this time and reverse what happened a few weeks ago. How good was the video of Martindale shouting at Ambrose you? that you put in the group? Oh, brilliant! <laughs> Did anyone see this? It was at the training. Oh and, and, my god! Have you seen it, Katie? It's David Martindale. Well, it's for ITV News, wasn't it? ITV yeah. News. It was oh, for. He's, he's crazy. I've not seen it. Um, All right. So what happened? You, you hear him shouting, don't you? And yeah, well, I can't language. say exactly no, what. Not in this. He, he says, but it's. Uh, Come on, chaps. Uh, the guy, he's some some yeah. man, and uh, what a story it is for. Uh-huh. What what a, what a yeah. story! But no, only disappointing thing tomorrow's game that the fans, yeah, both no. sets of fans can't yeah. be there and, and sample the occasion. That, that's what it's all about, getting the cup finals I know, yeah. and the fans having a day out, travelling in the bus, going for a couple of beers mm. before it and yeah. singing their, their hearts out. That's that's the only disappointing thing for me. Let's ask both of you. Katie, who would you have been with tomorrow? What would your day have been for the two o'clock kick-off? Uh, 
Me and Katie well, were going together. I live in London. <laughs> I live in London, yeah. so I would have come up for this, obviously. I've not yeah. seen my mum and dad for over a year, oh so you know we would have been together all weekend yeah. um, and you know, I'd have stayed up with mum and dad and, and driven through for the game, you know. Um, but sadly can't be, so I'd be watching it on my own from a flat in London. Uh-huh. Ryan, for you, would you have been down in the bus from Perth? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've got so many good memories of going down to... So many bad memories and so many good memories yeah. with many semi-finals that we'd lost, so... Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's good. It's good. Uh, I forgive his insight in Perth. That Perth, a lot of people supported for the community. Broxton roundabouts all painted in blue, and there's oh, loads yeah. of flags everywhere. So, it's uh, we've just got to do with what what we've got. So, yeah, it'd be. But I want to ask Barry a question here. Um, right, Ryan, Barry. can I ask you a question first? What would your carry out be on the way down the bus? <laughs> blue wickets. Oh, he drinks uh, blue wickets. Well, uh, <laughs> well, I used to be teetotal, but uh, a, a Koppenberg for me. I'm, I'm, I'm very light. Cop, cop, mixed fruits Koppenberg for me. Yeah, you're like Sai, lightweight. Sai's <laughs> <laughs> just got an injury, actually. While you speak, Ryan and Katie, I'm not sure what's happened, Simon. That's telling you, it's time to chuck it when you're getting cramps sitting in a, in a studio. <laughs> How much I've cramped three times a day? I'm not even yeah. playing football. <laughs> oh dearie me. Uh, what so, was, I was going to ask a question as well. Um, I th- was Ryan going to ask a question? Oh, sorry. Though? Yeah, on you go, Ryan. Hi, um, Barry. What, what would you, what was your preparations when you were in a final? What would what would my for both teams? What would the players be thinking at the minute and the preparations before tomorrow's final? The day before, yeah, yeah, uh, uh, and during like the evening, the, the, the evening, yeah, like, what, 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 the, the evening. Yeah, yeah, the game yeah. we always went and, and stayed in the hotel, and it was one of the ones. Um, the vast majority of the cup finals that I had played in the. We didn't know who was going to be playing until the day of the game. Uh, so a lot of guys were obviously sitting round about um, unsure whether they were going to, going to start or not. Um, and the general, just generally, like, before every game, and certainly a cup final, it was just nerves, just looking forward to it. Um, and, and no want to let the most important people down, and that's the fans. Uh, you mm-hmm. would want to go and make sure that they had a great day out and made sure that if you won it, um, it was great celebrations after it. That that was the thing that always kind of says to the boys: look, don't want to let ourselves down, but most importantly, you don't want to let the fans down. You want to let the fans go on and and enjoy the occasion. Sadly for both uh, St. Johnson and Livingston, it's not going to be the case because you can't get the uh, the games. But I'm sure of. Whoever wins it, you'll be celebrating in the house. Would you name the team the night before the finals, Fergie? No, keep no. it for the day of the game. Keep it for the day of the game. Winter, right? Yep. Just so people would know. I, 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 I preferred that. Yeah. Why? Just put, why? Just keeps people on edge. On their toes. Keep everyone on their toes. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I wasn't the one for letting knowing the team like a day or two before uh, yeah. the big occasion. Wait for an hour and a half before kickoff. The team went up, um, or two hours before you got on that bus to go to Hamden. The team went up, and then you were you were ready to go. Disappointing for the boys. It, when they involved um, but the most important thing is I still part of it I was always the one that they get the arm round them the night before that game's not for you tomorrow we'll keep you for night week oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> no but see if you're in a hotel room and you get a chaff on your door yeah. for the manager you know straight away that your is that attitude the, dropped uh-huh. is it uh-huh. I never got we played the Johnson's yeah. paint final obviously yeah. nothing like Fergie's no. finals but it was funny because the semi-finals is in December uh-huh. But the finals not until the summer, right at the end of the season. So the canio was so superstitious. We played South End at Christmas time, and it was like minus three. So he had a hat, gloves, two, <laughs> two jackets on, scarf, and we get to Wembley. It's like ninety degrees down London this this time of the year, and we walk into Wembley. He walks into the bathroom, comes out, hat, 
scarf, gloves, two jackets on on the side of the pitch because he was so superstitious. And I actually couldn't concentrate in the game because I thought he was going to have a stroke at the side of the pitch. He was sweating that much. So that totally ruined my cup final experience. <laughs> Katie, your manager, we know what he's going to be in tomorrow. It's no change. There's no suit for the cup final. It's his normal uh, track suit. What do you think is going to happen tomorrow then? Um, I'm a pessimist, so <laughs> I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried. I, I don't think we're going to do it, but Aww. I always predict that we get beat. I mean, every game in that 14 game run, I thought we we're going to lose. So um, I'll, I'll just keep with it. I don't. I don't know. I don't think we're going to do it. I, think it's I, not good. I just feel like it's not going to happen. But that's just me. Katie, can I ask you a question? Oh, sorry. Can I just ask you one quickly? Like, how how, yeah. how highly do Livingston fans rate Davy Martindale? Oh, massively. It's not just like what he does on the pitch, but like. The man does everything at the club, whether it's like putting up shelves mm-hmm. or clearing snow. His whole family work at the club as well. Um, so he's just, he's like Mr. Livingston. He's just put his heart and soul into it. So um, we all love him. The like, plumbing, I, everything. I, I, I think he's a, a breath yeah. of fresh air. Hey, you're just saying that because he puts up the shelves in your house. <laughs> he was great on the show, wasn't he? I just love him. He he, do you know yeah. what? He, he's not going to change. No. And I, I'm, again, we'll go back to, yep. we've been speaking about. Nathan Patterson getting a second chance of playing with Rangers again and there was a lot made of what David Martindale had done in previous years I was all for giving somebody a second chance he went and he's earned it and you know what he's brilliant I love listening to him we had him on the show a couple of weeks ago brilliant you could have spoke to him all night Fergie couldn't you yeah well I loved it I thought it was brilliant 20 minutes and and it's great to see guys like that uh, do well Katie what's your question Um, well it's just like tomorrow there's like Two decent right backs and Sean Rooney and, and Nicky Devlin, and I feel like they're going under the radar a wee mm, bit. Yeah. But do you think either of them would be in for a shout of a Scotland call up at some point, given it's like a problem position? Do you know what? I actually spoke to Nicky this morning. So Nicky and Paul Slane, who I'm obviously pals, they're yeah. best pals. So I'm trying to get a wee insight to Nicky and the, the team yeah. for the, the. But he was given nothing away. But I always liked Nicky Devlin. Yeah. You know, he was a standout in League One. We used to play Air United. He was Air um, United's best player for a right back. He always controlled the game for it. But he went down south done really well at Walsall. And he's came up here and he's, I think he's been excellent for Livingston. Um, the Scotland squad for me is just a wee bit above both Nicky and Sean Rooney. I think just going to the Euros, I think if you've not got the experience, you need to be doing exceptionally well. Um, and I think for that reason, I think he'll go with Stephen O'Donnell in that position. And more and a more attacking full-back mm. or wing-back if he's going to play that role. I, I agree with what Katie says, but two players that do go under the yeah, radar. Yeah. And two important players for both clubs. Mm. Um, Sean Rooney, if you think about him, Sean Rooney, wasn't in the team McNamara, at the start of the season yeah, yeah. he was a boy they yep. got in loan from Millwall he had to bide his time and um, he's come in and he's he's been excellent and, and Nicky Devlin we spoke to Martindale about him David Martindale yep. and he says that he's one guy that he can 100% rely on he's an 8 out of 10 every, every single week so two good players but I think it's too far for him to get into mm-hmm. the, the Scotland team because I think I think let's be honest David Clark's Got already his, got his yeah. nucleus mm, his squad yeah. um, there's always one or two places up for grabs but you never know yeah, sure. you never know injuries, injuries might play, yeah. a part, play a part loss of forum um, but certainly two players that have uh, that I've been impressed when I've, I've seen both clubs but, play and Ryan I'm sure you agree with that sentiment what would you say then your final point and what's going to happen tomorrow Ryan yeah I would agree that the, the two players are probably just out their depth in terms of Scotland I think as you say Steve uh, the boys were saying there that Steve Clark's picked his mm-hmm. team um, maybe maybe if, if an injury does occur then there might be a shout for them but mm. I don't know but we'll see um, my predictions for tomorrow I'll, I'll take a 1-0 I hope I hope there's more game I hope it's a really um, end-to-end final mm. I hope they don't go both defensive 
Because um, it would be a really insight that people would watch that it's not just Celtic and Rangers on the telly, it's, mm-hmm. it's somebody else and it could be an exciting final. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and Fergie's spot on, it's usually when it's not a Celtic or a Rangers playing it, you didn't really look forward to the final, if I'm being totally honest. Mm-hmm. But for this one, I'm genuinely excited I, because yeah. I think both teams have been great this year. You know, I was worried about St Johnson at the start of the year under Callum Davidson. Mm-hmm. But he's he's been excellent, you know. It's tough again, as I say, with Neil Lennon. It's go- tough going into a team, Paul, where they've been so successful in a certain style of play with Tommy Wright. And I think it took Callum Davidson a while to get his his kind of style across. But that performance for Motherwell uh, again at Motherwell, sorry, last weekend is one of the most impressive mm. performances of the season for any team for me. So, and Livingston have been on that fourteen game run, so it should make for a for a great game. Yeah, I think both will go for it. I really do. I'm looking forward to. It. Mm. I, I say it on Wednesday. I, when uh, Big Marvin yep. Bartley was on it I think it's two teams that are going to have the attitude as listen we've earned the right to be here and so they have yeah. and they're just going to go for it I think there's going to be goals I think it's going to be a crazy game 3-2 uh, Ryan do you want to wish Kate all the best for the final? Yeah I wish her all the best um, You got it's, it's down to the 90 minutes and make the, the best team win And Katie? Aye, absolutely. I mean, I've always liked St Johnston as well. You know, it's just it's just good that it's not going to be one of the old firm winning. So you know, at least. Oh, this um, is too friendly. Get. Well, well, I, would, I, would, I, would never, I would never wish my rivals all the best. Uh, <laughs> That's just Class. me. Class. Listen, both of you. Thanks. Great calls. Thanks a lot for calling Glasgow Zone. Thanks Cheers. Very much. No thanks a lot. Thank you very much. Cheers. Cheers. We're going to turn the attention to what happened this afternoon at Celtic, uh, beating Aberdeen by goal to nil. And what's the chat afterwards? We're going to Rob McLean. Next. The Bull Radio Football Show. Let's go. Barry Ferguson, Cy Ferry, Paul Cooney. Cy, where are you out running this morning? Of course it was, Paul. You didn't get cheap ones like this sitting in the house, mate. Do you know what I mean? So, out doing uh, a 10k today. But it was a slow 10k, I'll be totally was honest. It? I was yep. tired of her, so... A wee 10k plod with a bin bag on, sweat out and uh, pizzas and beers a night, can I mate? He's loving the cheekbones, isn't he? <laughs> he's, so, <laughs> he's so vain. Oh, I know. Filters, just his yep. Instagram pictures. Yep. Ah, you've got yeah. to put a filter yeah. on. Yeah. The thing that kills us is the nose, isn't it? The nose takes up my whole face, do you know what I mean? <laughs> I would get, I genuinely would get a nose job, eh? Four grand. I'm, just, I'm thinking go, about go it. Go on the social, see what you think. See the shot of you last night here in the studio. That was good. Well, that was a good one, wasn't uh, it? To the look to you the could side. See that in a, you could see that in a Gucci magazine or something, couldn't you? It was trendy, uh, yeah, at the Go Socials. At Go Socials, not the Go Socials. <laughs> <He's laughs> no, Celtic beating Aberdeen 1 0 this afternoon. Motherwell, a two goal victory at Easter Road. Kilmarnock and Dundee United 1 1, and St Mirren beating Ross County by a goal to nil. Let's go to Celtic Park. It'll be completely deserted now, I would imagine. And uh, commentator and Go Radio's Rob McLean was there. Rob, good evening. Hi, Paul. So, what's the chat afterwards, Rob? What did you th- What did you think this afternoon of uh, Celtic under well, John Kennedy? Well, I'm just looking at it from the the point of view of the Celtic fans, uh, and I would just think there was nothing much today that would get them very excited, yeah. and I don't think there would be much that would uh, ease their worries about where the team is going. Um, you know, they 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 got a. They, they got lucky with, a, with the deflection that got them the only goal of the game. They then went on to dominate the first half um, and, you know, could have been two or three up at halftime, could have had the whole thing put to bed, a bit like Dingwall last Sunday, to be honest, missing chances. And then they, they, they fell out of the game second half. Uh, Aberdeen dominated the second half. Had Celtic been playing a quality team with, with, that, were, that was strong in the attacking areas, they would not have won today. Aberdeen weren't good enough to capitalise on all the the possession territory they had, the chances they had. And, I mean, Celtic ended up uh, 
taking off Turnbull and putting on Soro, mm. taking off Klamala, putting on an extra midfielder in El Yunusi. Uh, you know, they were, they were basically running down the clock, hanging on in there. That, I don't think that's the Celtic that their fans want to be seeing uh, in a game in which they were so much in charge uh, and they ended up uh, just hanging on to a 1-0 lead in the end. I, I don't know if you, did you guys watch the game? I don't know if you, if you saw the game or, or if you did what you thought of it, but that, those were my impressions. Yes, Celtic won. Winning's great. Uh, you know, they, they beat Aber- they've beaten Aberdeen twice 1-0 in the space of 10 days. How much satisfaction do Celtic take out of that? Not very much, I don't think. Well, Rob, you'll be worried because me and, me and Fergie agreed. You've just said exactly what we said on there. You know, I was expecting a lot more for Celtic in terms of even just a vibrancy and enthusiasm, Rob, to go and take the game to Aberdeen. Like you say, had the better of the first 30 minutes. I, I can remember the Clamalla chance, I'm coming across goal. Maybe he could stretch and get his foot on it, but I kind of remember Joe Lewis having lots of saves to make, Robin. It just seemed to me like a performance that I'd seen all season for Selig. And it was my yeah, question to yeah. you, does that make you think that it was more than just Neil Lennon? You know, he's came in for a lot of the stick, yeah. but these players, yeah. Rob, just showed that it's them that's been the pro- a big part of the problem the, the whole year. Yeah, I, th- I think we've always suspected that, sorry, haven't we? That, yeah. that this this was not this was not about Neil Lennon. It, it might be about the makeup of the coaching team. I don't think that was ever the coaching uh, backup that he wanted. He wanted his own people in. That never happened. Um, you know, it's not happened for Neil Lennon. It's not. He's been let down with the players. I mean, he said that more than once this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, today in a sense, John Kennedy was let down by the players. They, they won the game. But, but Celtic should have been blowing Aberdeen out of sight in that first half. Uh, so much of the possession did they have chances. Patrick Klimala proved that he's not a Celtic striker yet again. You know, missing a, missing a great chance from John Joe Kenny's cross. Uh, you know, Celtic should have put Aberdeen to the sword. It's just not happening. You know, Neil Lennon said it last Sunday. A, a big clear out is required. At the time, he was suggesting that he was going to be part of it. He won't be. I mean, we spoke pre-match about Who's running the show here? Who is masterminding the Celtic recovery? You know, we don't know the answer to that question, but, but they, they need to do something pretty serious because, because it's just not happening. The season is fizzling out horribly for Celtic, isn't it? Yeah. Barry, you felt yeah, the same I, way. I think the only positive John Kennedy or positives he can take out of it is three points and a clean sheet. Yeah. It, it was basically the Celtic we've been watching... Um, all season Can you make much of a difference Rob I'm thinking If you've only got a couple of days On the training ground Probably not um, But I expected no. I expected more uh, From Celtic In terms of Aberdeen Rob I think Aberdeen Have, um, have got away with one with, with Hibs getting defeated Today That was a surprise yeah. result yeah. I don't know what Derek's feelings what, what, what has he mentioned Does he still believe that He can get that third place Yeah well I mean Absolutely There's no doubt about it Barry the, you know that that Motherwell win at Easter Road today keeps Aberdeen in it. Had Hibs gone seven points ahead, I just don't think even at this stage Aberdeen were were going to be clawing that back. Mm-hmm. It means it stays at four points. Aberdeen are at home to Hamilton next week. That that's a must win for them, and maybe they can they can get back at Hibs. But you know I think he was really frustrated that they'd so much of the second half. But Aberdeen just lacked quality. You just didn't see a goal coming for Aberdeen, despite the fact they dominated the. The, the second half but, but from a Celtic point of view Barry um, you know it's, it's no change for the players is it Neil Lennon's gone but John Kennedy's been there for years right. anyway they've been listening to his voice they've been listening to Gavin Strachan it, all they've done is take Lennon out of the coaching staff other than that it's, it's all the same uh, and, and today was exactly the same 
from Celtic. You know, what we've seen all season long, um, you know, a lack of fire, a lack of passion, uh, a lack of desire, you know, to put Aberdeen to the sword when they have the chance. I mean, they, they just don't have it. And that, and that's why they need a big clear out. But the players need to be careful, Rob, because see all this going through the motions, that's fine. But see if it, see if it is a top manager and that's what the players want and, and the fans and, and everyone wants. See top managers watching that. No many of them will be there next year. Because top managers, okay, they can they can accept mistakes, but what they can't accept is people going through the motions. And when you look at that there, that seems to me that Celtic players are going through the motions. So the, the players might want a top manager, but if they're going to continue to play like that, they'll not be at the club for long. Because as I say, top managers will not accept performances like that. Yeah, it just looked to me if they just want the, the season to end. Yeah. That's the kind yeah. of vibe I got in certainly in the second half. Yeah. I agree with what you said, Rob. I thought that certainly in the first half hour, Celtic were moving mm. the ball about quickly. They looked right yeah. energetic. And then just what's happened probably 90% throughout the season, they, they just come off it in the second half. Um, I thought Aberdeen slowly but surely were coming into the game and then a few opportunities, Rob, where they could have maybe snuck yeah. something off a, a set piece. So there certainly needs to be big changes in it, Celtic. That would be worrying if, if I was a Celtic fan watching that mm. on TV. I don't think there's been much change at all. Rob, how, can I ask, how was, uh, how was John Kennedy on the side of the, the pitch? Was, was he quite quiet or was he quite vocal? Not, not really. He wasn't that vocal. I don't think so. I mean, he was. You know, he stood where. You know, he stood at the edge of the technical area as he probably felt he had to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't get the feeling you know, he was screaming and shouting. Uh, you know, there, there wasn't a great deal of animation from him. And um, you know, I, and I think, I mean, that, that you know, John, John Kennedy knows that, that he's not getting that job. Yeah, yeah. You know, that he is just he's just he's just babysitting yeah. the team. For when the for when the new manager comes in, so so that that's not exactly that's not going to be firing him up, is it? You know about about what comes next for him. You know, is he going to be part of the backroom team again, or or will he be shelled out this time? You know, because whoever, depending on who comes in, they might want the entire coaching staff cleared out and and to make room for whoever is coming in as backup to the to the new manager. So he's probably not hugely motivated about what's coming. The team certainly do, don't look hugely motivated. There doesn't seem any great desire to make up for a really disappointing season. You would think at this stage, you know, even though the title's gone, Celtic surely have got something to show to their fans at this late stage. You know, can they put a winning run together? That You know, they, they, they'd five on the bounce. Then there was that defeat in Dingwall last weekend. And it was just it was just so lacklustre today, I felt, in, in a game they should have won comfortably. Also the point as well, sorry to interrupt, Paul, but they're playing Rangers in two games time. Yeah. And if you're going to go into a Rangers performance that they can win the league playing like that, Rangers will win the league at Celtic Park. And that's what... They should be going into that game flying. Thinking we need to be full of confidence here because they will need to be to beat Rangers. And certainly do not want to lose the league at Celtic Park to Rangers. And that's look, what they well, need to avoid. Do they care enough? The players? Looking at the body language? Yeah. yeah. And also I think I think the mess I think the messages they're coming from the touchline as well. I mean, Sai, what what did you think about that? You know, the fact that, that you know, he, he too straight he took off Klimala. I'm maybe I'm not surprised he took off Klimala because he, he didn't look as if he was going to score in a month of Sundays, to be honest. But mm. but you take off a striker, you put on another midfield player, then you take off Turnbull and you put on Soro. It's the first time I've ever seen Brown and Soro on the pitch at the same time. One usually replaces the other. So you've got two holding midfielders. You've got one striker against an Aberdeen side who've scored one goal in eight games. You know, Celtic are hanging on in there for 1-0 at the end. I mean, for the Celtic fans, that must be pretty depressing. Yeah. Good point. That's yep. a great point. I did like, Rob, I think before he'd done that, he went to a 4-2-3-1 where he went Turnbull off at Edward, I liked that, but within five minutes, Turnbull yeah. was off and Soro went into. But again, yeah. if you're going to play this system, 
Lee Griffiths needs to play yeah. If you're going to be that player That's going to run in behind And crosses are going to get in the box Lee Griffiths needs yeah, to play but he's, he's drifting further out We need to uh, know yeah. why Again yeah, th- th- There's Barry. something needs to To come out And why is Lee Griffiths Is it Is he not training well Is it fitness issues For me there's, there's, there's clearly no faith in Lee yeah, Griffiths uh, uh, there's, there's Which I don't understand Rob I don't understand it Or now John Kennedy uh, You know he's, he's sitting on the bench I mean Celtic were You know They wanted to play a second striker Because there was mm. no Tom Rogic today So uh, You know it, It's Patrick Klamala Who's had loads of chances Hasn't done it mm. You know What's wrong with Lee Griffiths? Yeah, yeah it's a strange one mm. for me We all know what Lee Griffiths Brings to the table mm. He's a natural goal scorer and Celtic need to score goals certainly at home why is he not coming on Celtic fans will be wondering the reason well, what is this reason well, do you know what it was Fergie we watched the game it was a St Mirren at home game they never played well the first half Lee Griffiths was taken off at half time and he's not really been seen since and Lenny questioned his, mm-hmm. his performance but in that first 45 so, minutes I've seen worse performances yeah. with guys that are still playing every week and he scores goals and he scores goals he always gives you if you're going to play the diamond tell like you've played the best in that diamond with Lee Griffiths up front because you need somebody that's good that can run in behind Rob before you go you like the look of you brought us the Kmart Roof goal in Europe earlier in the season seems a long uh, while ago now quick word before you go Rangers Slavia Prague you'll be looking forward to doing that one yeah I mean a great chance I mean you know I think a lot of people were expecting a battle of Britain but you know why why not why not have Rangers go further Uh, I mean I watched I watched a fair bit of that Slavia Prague against Leicester so there there are no mugs but if Rangers uh, play at their best Rangers will get through to the quarterfinals of the Europa League and maybe with the help of the draw a little bit further still and who's going to win the cup tomorrow St Johnson or Livy I think I think St Johnston I think Livingston have maybe just lost it a little in the mm. last few weeks and I, and I think St Johnston um, I've got a fair bit of quality about them at the moment I think they're on I think they're in better form yep. and I think they'll sneak it Rob, thanks a million. We'll hear from you on the Go Radio Football Show Tuesday night. You'll be hosting with Stephen Cragen and Jackie McNamara on Monday night. Barry will be here with uh, John Hartson. I'm wow. looking at you, Simon. You're going to miss it. It's going to be John Hartson and uh, Barry Ferguson. So tomorrow, the cup final. This afternoon, Celtic winning 1-0 against Aberdeen. Motherwell, maybe the result of the afternoon two-goal victory at Hebs. It helps them in the league. And they could push towards the top six. They could. Kilmarnock, first goal under Tommy Wright. 1-1 with Dundee United. St Mirren 1, Ross County 0. Barry, you think, uh, well, for Motherwell, that could, that could be game-changing now. Yeah, it could be. Uh, for me, the result of the day, no, no doubt about it. And I, I think if you ask anybody, if you asked them before the game, everybody's favourites would have been Hibernian, and rightly so, because the form that Hibs uh, had been on. Um, but what a result for Muddle. And do you know what? That's maybe the result that they needed to kickstart their season to make sure they don't get dragged into that relegation zone again and and so I just need yep. to give Graham Alexander credit Paul, because I was so critical of him in the, the two games at Hamilton St Johnston trying to play it for the back he's obviously seen that that's no worth I think he's changed his style signed a good manager and he's went and got results so that's what it's all about that's it from us thanks for joining us this afternoon thanks for making the switch we're back again Saturday next week as well 2 until 6 coming up next it's Floor Fillers with Stevie Lennon from Sai, from Barry and from me Paul Cooney we'll see you Monday night with John Hartson here on Go Radio at 5 o'clock good night The Go Radio Football Show Let's go 
Feel the heat of the game, the crunching tackles, the near misses and diving headers. Feel the drive from the sidelines. Feel the passion of your captain. Feel the celebrations. Feel the last-minute heartache and the penalty save that changes everything. Feel the heat of the game from the comfort of your own home with OPC Energy Limited. For more information on heat pump servicing and breakdowns, renewable energy and more, visit opc-ltd.uk. 